0: 60 that's 603-283-6160 and joining you here in the studio tonight we've got Ian, matt and joa of course you can bring up anything that's uh up to you we always bring stuff in to talk to you about though to kick things off we're going to get more updates we've been doing this sort of weekly Matt cuz you're the the host that's really paying the most attention to the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. I see things on social media uh, from time to time. One of the things that was, you know, really surprising to me was the prosecutor shouldering a rifle and <laughs> pointing it pointing, at the jury. Pointing, oh pointing it at the jury with his finger in on the trigger. The trigger. Guard, on the trigger. <laughs> I mean, just like this is the worst possible gun etiquette. He's breaking all the rules. He got
1: the chicken wing arms. Yeah,
0: he, he's
2: he's an awful, awful idiot of a human being. And I bet there's a badge in a dresser drawer at his house somewhere. Um, just, just you know, side note. Uh, yeah, he uh, he decided it was going to be a good idea to you know stir up the jury's emotions if he showed them what Kyle Rittenhouse did with a gun, and he pointed. The AR-15 right at the jury box. Yeah,
0: that's not at all what Kyle Rittenhouse did with the uh, <laughs> with his gun. Uh, photos show Kyle Rittenhouse actually holding his gun down and with his finger outside of the trigger guard. You know everything the, about that kid. To. Everything he did that night
2: was incredibly.
0: I don't. I never. I don't hear
2: that the kid had a ton of training either. Mm-hmm. But man, he was that that was textbook everything he did that night was pure textbook perfection just about as far as i can see um i was criticizing him at first saying i probably would have double tapped you know just <laughs> yeah. you know just a, you're in a crowd and they're coming after you make sure the ones you're hitting are definitely hitting the ground yeah. you know that you know you want to try to stop as many of them from coming after you as possible if you're mm-hmm. gonna have to shoot one in shoot him twice and it turns out he did shoot the one guy four times Wow! So, yeah so uh that was that was certainty there uh, uh that said um this prosecutor and that was is, in his
0: closing statement right where he was waving the gun around yeah the jury yeah he
2: he thought that would really you know cement his position home and i think it i hope i hope there's at least one gun owner in that jury box i mean what what a fruitcake that guy is! Absolute nutcase.
0: Yeah. So that was the closing part of the closing statements that happened at the end of last week. Yep. And then the, I think the jury pretty much went straight to deliberations on Monday. Yeah. Didn't yep. they?
2: And they've been out for deliberations three times. Three days. Yeah. For three days. Yeah. And they've uh, they're officially sent home again tonight. And uh, they did come back yesterday to they wanted to revisit some video. They wanted to see some mm-hmm. video again. And it's interesting because uh, I, don't, I don't know if you've heard or not, but um, some of that video that was turned over to the defense and um, discovery from the prosecution was a lot blurrier than the actual other copies that the defense, that the prosecution was holding on to. Yeah. So it's like the the prosecution is so hell-bent on winning that they have no problem cheating, and they sent blurry versions of the originals to... defense
0: supposedly what i read was that they transferred it over a text message (laughs) (laughs) that had its
1: own compressions or something right? which
0: which means it's going to be recompressed
1: is that the apple the the
0: airdrop is that airdrop i have no idea what who airdrop are pretty
1: accurate probably but by sending it just like normal text sms is going to uh, compress it yeah yeah.
2: mess it up and then they they said that well we airdropped it and the defense is like What's that? What's I use Androids? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: they could claim they didn't know, right? And maybe they didn't, or maybe they did know.
2: But I doubt that's the way that discovery's generally been turned over at any point in history.
0: That doesn't sound like a really um, legitimate way of handing over discovery. Yeah,
2: in fact, I think there actually is a a particular program that is used on a very official level for exactly that purpose between prosecution and defense. Um, And that has been for a long time, and they all know about it, and they all know how to use it, but apparently the the prosecution didn't see fit to pump through that. The
1: the hard truth is that government never does that Anything efficient, unless it's in their favor, and they're not going to, you know, be favorable to the defense. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. When, when people say
2: that uh, the government can't do anything efficiently, I think you're giving them way too long a leash when you say that. And well, uh, tons of people, not not you, Joe, but right. a lot of people say that. A ton of libertarians say that uh, the government never could have committed nine eleven. I've worked. <laughs> I was in the military, and I can't. You know, they couldn't even wash the floors. Or you know, uh, it doesn't. Take an entire government to do evil things mm. all you need is a few very powerful sure. people in collusion with each other and this is a, a one of those situations on the microcosm you just have one prosecutor this idiot bumbling moron evil uh sidekicks yeah. and they can do whatever they want to this case
1: well they, they play into the ignorance and they're hoping that maybe the jury is ignorant and i don't think they are i think they're pretty well educated about this case and Good luck, prosecutors. Not really. I'm wondering why the jury's been out three days. This yeah. is, like, so
0: well, open and shut. The
1: reason why is
0: somebody's not going along with the group. Maybe more than one somebody. Now, what does the group want? Is the group looking to convict, or is the group looking to let him go? That you know, We don't know.
2: Yeah. And, and, and at any rate, it looks like somebody in the group is not going based on the, the facts of the case. Hard to say. It's seen, there's got to be some emotions going on there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I heard a rumor. I don't know where it came from, but that some of the jurors were concerned about what will happen afterwards. Sure. Yeah. And uh, there's already been some arrests, at least one, if not more than one arrest, outside of the courthouse for uh, various different factions that mm-hmm. are at odds and looking to uh, looking to fight. Yeah. Some freelance
2: reporter working for MB- MSNBC just uh, got caught chasing a juror home they were fo- they were tailing Jeez. a juror to i heard house. that
0: they t- uh, followed the bus
2: followed the bus yeah. yeah
0: which i presume was going to a parking lot or something like that mm, who
2: hard to say I, I don't know about that but uh, what i do know is you shouldn't be chasing the jurors around during an active case when well no
0: apparently msnbc right. got banned from the courtroom and that's as hilarious that. that's I mean, awesome that's
2: fantastic yeah it says a lot banned from all courtrooms in my opinion <laughs>
1: because they're not even news they don't even really have mm-hmm. uh the right to the press because they're not mm-hmm. press they're they're liars they're fictitious story makers yep. well
0: what press these days isn't opinionated
1: uh I mean, well only. yeah i mean opinions are good but that'd be accurate and you know have a good moral standing for the people mm-hmm. and that's what people want to see no one's watching mainstream media anymore for them to tell them the truth they just want to know what they have to say you know I I remember I was watching uh, Tim Pool uh, the other day when he had Alex Jones and Joe Rogan and Luke Ludowski yeah. and a few other people. But they they're they're absolutely right. Like they were saying, no one watches mainstream media anymore for the truth. They're just watching for what is the narrative that they're pushing.
0: What am I supposed to say? Exactly. Well, and also as far as those people that do watch it, it's mostly older people you know the audiences of msnbc fox news cnn their audiences are literally dying off they are shrinking they're mm-hmm. not they're not gathering young people right like right. young people aren't going to sit down and wait for 11 p.m. to you know watch the news for a half an hour mm-hmm. or an hour that's just the odds that somebody under the age of 40 is going to do that. I mean, it yeah. just seems infinitesimally small. My mom
2: watches TV, and, and I and go she's to her house. In and, her sixties, or whatever, she's in right? her mid sixties, yeah. and I say, but she's a my mom's a very youthful mid sixties. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she doesn't feel like she's in her mid sixties, and I don't see her as in her, her mid sixties. But I said, Mom, why don't you get away from the TV? I got her a Hulu account. I got her Amazon Prime account. I like, she can watch anything she wants on TV, Netflix, she has access to. And, uh, she just sits there and watches her TV shows. And I'm like, mom, you got to get away from these crappy TV shows. And she's like, I like my TV. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, did you notice the advertisements that run during your shows, mom? It's all like, Depends, undergarments, <laughs> and and like a million pharmaceutical commercials. Who do you think they're aiming at with mm-hmm. those? Mm. She's like, you shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, TV's TV's going the way of the dodo in a big way, and uh, and I and and Good Riddance. Hor- it's horrible, but not. It's not really much of a change because there's so much big business going on in the internet news services too. They've all just swapped over, and now they can deliver their lies faster oh, yeah.
1: and more efficiently. Well, you look at the uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and they the youtube had to pull all the other streaming uh sites that were pushing their own narratives and opinions but nope got to shut them down let only the mainstream media push their junk right media outlet cbs was
0: okay but the independent people weren't allowed to stream right their streams pulled uh the number here is 603-283-6160 you can bring up what you want whether you want to comment on the uh, kyle rittenhouse situation or what's coming afterwards it's free talk live 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. We get some interesting news about people not taking the vaccines. Nearly a third of U.S. healthcare workers still have refused to accept the injection. Uh, plus updates on what's been happening in Cuba. There's been a a bit of an uprising in the last several months there, and the government the status quo is trying to clamp down. We'll uh, tell you about that. Of course, your calls and thoughts about whatever's on your mind. The number here is 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. Might be a good time to get into Bitcoin right mm-hmm. now, considering it is down about ten thousand dollars per coin from where it was maybe about a week ago. I think it I think it was scraping around sixty eight, sixty nine thousand dollars a yeah. week ago, and today it's down to like fifty eight thousand dollars.
1: Sweet. Well, it's a good thing so, that Manchester, uh, the city of Manchester, paid me because now I can invest while it's low. That's a good thing. High five.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, get on over to bitcoin.com and you can uh, learn about Bitcoin there. Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. They're going to teach you the basics. Just hit the get started button at the top of the page, and if you have time, watch the first video. It'll take you three minutes, and there's more videos if you have you know for the interest. But you should at the very least get down the basic ideas that you'll get in that first video mm-hmm. over at Bitcoin.com. You'll learn about what makes cryptocurrency different from the money that we've been used to for generations, the government money, the big banker money. Uh, oh, this yeah. is very very different, and you need to know about it because it's not going away. It's likely just going to get more popular. It does tend to go up and down over time, but over Years, it seems like it's trending upward. Now, we can't make any predictions for what's going to happen in the future, but personally, I'm pretty optimistic. Mm-hmm. Me too. So. Me too. And just just to throw it out there in my weekly plug for
2: Monero, when yeah. newbies when newbies are buying Bitcoin, a lot of times what they think they're buying is Monero. Monero is the mm. privacy coin. Yeah, Bitcoin's yes. public. That's true. And there's other yeah. privacy coins, too. And sure. there are other privacy coins, too.
0: Monero is the king of other mm. of all the privacy coins. Kind of the standard bearer the of moment. that, Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So the number is 603 We were talking about the Rittenhouse trial and sort of some of the things that are going on around it, because right now there's not really much happening in the courtroom. The jury's been deliberating for a few days and that's unusual, right? Like if the long, you know, if it goes more than a couple hours, you've got to pretty much, somebody's at loggerheads, right? Like if, if the jury doesn't come back right, right away, there is somebody who's stuck in the mud and they're not changing their opinion and the other, you know, the rest of the jury is probably trying to get them to change. Otherwise, they're just
1: trying to fine-tune the facts, which is it's very, very rare for them to really study it this hard at this point. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know, when that's going to come down, when that verdict is going to come down, we don't know. But we do know that on the outside of the courthouse, there are people of differing political viewpoints – who are ready to have it out with one another. In fact, in some cases, they already are. Uh, Tensions seem to be pretty high outside the courthouse. There have already been arrests uh, that have been made within the last 24 to 48 hours. And there's apparently been calls from people on the left specifically. I've seen like a flyer or whatever going out or some sort of an online graphic inviting Uh, Basically leftists to come from, you know, as far away as Ohio to gather at this particular location to do something regardless of what the verdict is. So it sounds like, you know, there's a potential tinderbox uh, situation there and maybe it won't just be there. Maybe it'll be elsewhere, you know, besides just outside the courthouse, besides just Kenosha uh, Wisconsin. What do you guys think?
2: I think letter rip, Tater Chip. Oh wait, I just know what I meant to say. I meant to say uh, <laughs> I meant to say let's all hope for peace and, and, and uh that kind of stuff. And I do I, you know, I, 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 nobody wants to see it all burned down, but at some point it's gonna
1: Yeah, so, it's moments like this that is gonna spark it. I mean, yeah, it,
2: gloves off, knives out, let's do it. Let's get her with tear the band aid off, get her done and uh you know, I, I just don't think normie society's ready to go there yet. Normie society will sit around and wait until the cops roll up and start shoving everybody into concentration camps. That's what history
1: proves. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you turn off their American Idol, they'll be out in the streets, i tell you that. That's
2: right. That's right.
1: And, you know, then they don't have to...
2: I don't know. Would the stress of having to sit through Depends Undergarments commercials kind of Mitigate the stress of <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a thought. The <laughs> Pfizer commercials. <laughs> yeah, the Pfizer commercials. Oh my God. So uh <clears throat> I don't know. Um the, the, the violent crowd you'll notice is the unarmed crowd. Oh Viol- good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the ones calling for, you know people to come from across the country and go to Kyle Rittenhouse's house and wait but for him are to Are they home.
0: unarmed? I mean weren't they uh, yeah, weren't yeah, they
2: they're, they're, I mean weren't they you,
0: armed when they were fighting with Kyle Rittenhouse? If,
2: Well, there was one schmuck with a Glock 27, and nobody shoots 40 anymore, so I mean. Okay.
1: These, these are not these are not well trained people. Has oh. there been any uh, reports of uh, piles of bricks being placed anywhere? No, no, that's interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, that that really was happening across the yeah. country. Uh-huh. I saw it at random yeah. places yeah. in in Rhode Island. Well, we like, had Whoa. we had piles
2: of bricks showing up right on time in Keene too,
1: but those were apparently for some other project. No, no, this was I, I guarantee if we look up when that happened, it was happening exact same time. It happened in Rhode Island, yeah. and I don't know who the heck was doing that, but it's someone not was, like piles of bricks are easy to drop off. You need a truck and a for forklift and, for real. you know big
2: pallet jack and anyhow um yeah uh i'd, I'd hate to see anything boiled down uh and get ugly but it's going to happen sometime so i don't think it's yeah. on, i don't think it's avoidable and the, the thing that sucks is i think most of the not the I, I, I hate that this drives me to defend the right i hate that this always drives me to defend the right but the leftists are so out of control they're lunatics they're stupid and they think they're intelligent. Mm. <laughs> that's never a good mix. Yeah,
0: they claim to be anti fascist, but yet they're promoting, uh, you know, giving billions of dollars to mega corporations like Pfizer. To force yeah.
2: everybody to get a jab. Mm-hmm. They're forcing it on people. Right. <laughs> I mean, h- how is that not actual fascism? That is it's straight up, fascism. by definition, fascism.
0: So uh, we don't know how it's all going to pan out as far as the result of the trial, but you know I tend to agree with you, Matt. I I definitely want to see peaceful separation, but we're not. That's not happening yet, right? Like there's no one besides uh, New Hampshire state representatives, and there's nine of them uh, who have put forward a uh, a resolution to have a constitutional amendment to separate from the United States. But even if presuming the best. Of circumstances, presuming the New Hampshire legislature on both the Senate and the House side vote for it, and over sixty percent of them have to vote for it to get on the ballot, then it gets on the ballot in twenty twenty two. We're still talking about November twenty twenty two at the earliest for potential separation from the United States.
1: Fantastic!
0: You know that's that's the that's the fastest anything could happen and the other 49 states don't have anything like that you know on the radar so i think you're right i mean things are going to boil over if somebody's going to get hurt i don't relish seeing it but it seems pretty inevitable doesn't it
1: yes yeah. and it like uh biden came here the other day right
0: yeah i heard there was like six people to welcome him
1: i want to talk about this uh, after the <laughs> like next on break his side. but uh, yeah like uh, why was he even here oh i know why cuz op- we don't actually want the funds and he had to come here to convince us to mm-hmm. tell us about a bridge in the middle of nowhere, literally, I've never even driven. I've seen the bridge. It's not. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, probably, <laughs> I swear, probably. They, a dozen they actually
2: stock. call it the "Who Cares About This Bridge?"
1: Bridge. Yeah, it's like I uh, probably like a dozen people go over a day. I really don't think it's really a well worked bridge, but it was a dangerous bridge. Yet he walked across it. How did that <laughs> happen? So
0: the number here is six oh three-283-6160. I saw the video of him and his crew like walking uh, towards the cameras, and there was literally a spattering of applause. They could they couldn't have had more than six supporters out
2: there. Yeah. Uh you know, I bet it cut co- a lot of the logistics and flight time, I bet it cost about twenty two million
3: dollars to get that president up here.
0: We got more coming up here. This is Free Talk Live.
3: When Monster Hunter International discovers one of Isaac Newton's Wardstones being auctioned off, they decide to steal it and use it to destroy the Chaos God once and for all. But a mysterious thief upends their plan, and it soon becomes a race against time as something much older and infinitely more evil awakens in the jungles of South America. Monster Hunter Bloodlines by New York Times bestselling author Larry Correa and Bane Books. Visit MonsterHunterNation.com. For more,
0: it's Free Talk Live. Phones are open here if you want to join us. What do you expect to happen after the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict? Whichever way it goes, what are your predictions? If you want to weigh in, you can 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, you've got Ian, Matt, and Joa. So I've got something that's kind of related to this potential clash, something that may be coming, some sort of violent uh, violence that may be coming, and it's not, you know, we're not going out on a limb here predicting this, Matt. I mean, we've certainly seen the Antifa and the what the Proud Boys, for instance, frequently over the last few years coming together and fighting in places like Portland. Uh, Oregon and and elsewhere, there's been footage of them doing things like throwing urine on the Antifa side and shooting paintballs on the uh, the right winger side. I'm sure you've seen some. Yeah, of this and, I, I,
2: and I, from what I've seen, those the Proud Boys have been the decided winners in every skirmish they've had. It's pretty, oh yeah, it's actually pretty hilarious. To watch.
1: I got I had some footage back in the day in Providence where in the Antifa was like trying to throw punches like horribly missing like weak little punches and oh. then the and the Proud Boys, I got three clocks in the face of Antifa from the Proud Boys on my <laughs> video. <laughs> and it's like, you guys need to like learn how to fight first yeah. before you're going no, to try to fight. Don't tell
2: them to learn to fight. Just to Yeah, just go. Going. Yeah, keyboard warriors, please.
0: I'm wondering, do you know who Magnus Panvidia is?
2: Never heard of him or her. Or it.
0: So this person is uh, apparently an activist, maybe leaning towards libertarian. I'm not sure exactly what his politics are. I've heard he sort of came from the left. Uh, Originally, but he's a gun guy apparently, Mm -hmm. and he posted on his social media last night that he is out for the near future and is going to explain his reasons why. So I just wanted to share this because I think it ties in with what may may be coming after uh, the the verdict. He says the entire reason I got involved involved again after taking years away was a feeling that people were finally starting to get it. Conversations were being had about actual issues. The wars, the empire, the police state, the constant spying on everything we do. Issues around the police, lies and cover-ups, no-knock raids, red-flag laws, unjust shootings, theft equaling the GDP of nations, lockdowns, and attacks on protesters. Issues around the flagrant theft and waste of our government. How it pollutes, robs, steals, lies, inflates, and corrupts everything it touches. How we are at our limit And together, we might oppose this. To demand better, or seize better, together. I hit the ground to ride this wave, one hopefully crashing somewhere with real change. I didn't come back to do generic Second Amendment activism. You can find that elsewhere. I didn't come back to spout anarchist platitudes. Many are better than I I at that. I didn't come back just to say, "'Cops bad.'" I came back because I believed people were coming together now, uh, desperate for a message that was different than the idiotic culture war that has ruined our lives, or ruled, he says, our lives for five years. A path of action and discourse that has done nothing to solve these issues only make them worse. That people were starting to realize that millions of angry messages, thousands of scathing rebuttal videos, hundreds of clashes in the streets, and dozens of artificial issues have given us nothing. Twitter drama, nothing. Fighting? Nothing. Talking and debating? Nothing. Since I got involved, I've had many, many setbacks. People burning bridges over minor issues, people afraid to speak up or work together because of what their friends might say. Backstabs and betrayal from left and right. But there has been many moments of hope as well. Moments where people just shut the F up about every tiny minutia and fraction... Every artificial line they drew themselves and just focused on the damn issues. Not compromised, not surrendered, just took a moment to put it all aside and focus on the threat. This has come to a head, unfortunately. People have found their issue. They've drawn a giant blood red line, declared this issue—he's referring to Rittenhouse—to be the issue above all, and swore with conviction to defend it with blood and aggression— And I know he's talking about Rittenhouse because he's posting photos along with this. And on this particular post, he's got photos of people talking about, uh, you know, getting angry at one another over their positions about Kyle Rittenhouse. He says, as we speak, people are organizing. Groups are forming with ill intent, far beyond protesting. Militias are forming to oppose them. And a whole lot of innocent people are likely to be caught in the middle of it all. And then he links to one of these images I was telling you about. Ohio United Against Fascism. Location, date, and time to be announced. It writes, or they write, Be prepared to join Ohio comrades to stand in solidarity with Kenosha, Wisconsin, following the delivery of a verdict in the case against murderer Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, So you can tell what their position is. Whether the jury returns with a guilty or not guilty verdict, our goal is clear. We must fight fascism at its roots. Blah, blah, blah. So... (laughs) So they want to be there and do something what sounds like violent, no matter what the verdict is. So he's citing these things, right? Like he's saying, look, he sees this is about to happen and...
2: I can't believe I've never heard of this guy before. This is great.
0: Yeah. Uh, even within the movement, I called my home the one that seemed, despite hiccups and disagreements, to understand these through, uh, the true threats, meaning the government, there is now division. Among those like myself determined to stay out of this because it's not our fight. It is people fighting people, not power. And that is an important point, I think, that he's making. And then he shows an image of, you know, what what appears to be the uh, antifa fighting with the right wingers, and you know, spraying each other with like pepper spray or, or whatever. The state doesn't get hurt in this fighting, right? Right. right. And right. I don't I don't advocate violence, right? Like that to me is not the answer. But fighting these two sides that's only going to make the state more powerful mm-hmm. because then the state will say oh well we better crack down here look people are fighting in the streets we've got troops we can come in and you know spray gas you know gas them all and roll in the tanks the uh the bear cats and get out all of our mm-hmm. toys yep. and it's just going to uh well it's, make it's funny worse. you mention
1: that because like uh one of these uh Free speech rallies, the Proud Boys uh, set up, or it's just really just like free speech people, and just uh, they got the Proud Boys backing, and then the Antifa knew the Proud Boys going to be there, and then what ended up happening is that because things were escalating, fights were breaking out. All of a sudden, there was probably more cops than than uh, protesters. Boston was this, the Boston one? this was a was Providence, a Providence, and what okay. what ended up happening is that um, the free speech people, the original core people that started this we very upset with the cops. Like mm-hmm. they didn't want them restricting access to the free speech rally. They didn't want. All right. They
0: didn't them, ask for this.
1: Yeah. No, they, they really didn't want it. They're like, "Oh, this is a police state," and they everyone everyone started protesting the police instead. Right. And it's like it was good shift of direction. Uh, you know, obviously the uh Antifa was still attacking Proud Boys for their opinions, calling them racist, that sort of thing. Uh, but generally there was this common ground that it's the government. Becoming fascist more and more because y'all are not getting along. That's and that's the truth. It's like we're gonna be we're gonna disagree. So I like this idea of the free state project and the progressive state project. If you want to be one of the other, let's let's just divide. Let's in in the physical sense and location, and we can uh, we can live peacefully. Everybody be happier. One will do better. I tell
0: you,
2: absolutely. One's going to starve to death like they always do.
1: One of the things I liked
0: that our co-host or (laughs) previous co-host, hopefully he'll be back someday, but he's prohibited from being here by some stupid uh, bail restrictions. Nobody was doing before the raid happened was he was working to bring these sides together. He was looking to bring Mm -hmm. uh, supporters of Black Lives Matter together with the Boogaloo Boys and have a conversation and come together on, you know, what they agree on, which is that you know, the the state should be the issue. The state is yeah. what's causing the most division uh, between people. And just to show you a good example, I, I alluded this uh, off off
2: mic when we were at, uh, at. Actually, I think before we started tonight, um, you may have heard uh, of John Hurley. John Hurley was a guy. Was he's this actually, a
0: libertarian guy? Who libertarian shot guy. Somebody he, who shot a cop.
2: He yeah he prevented a mass shooting. There was about to be a mass shooting, and he stopped it by shooting the guy. Mm-hmm. And the cops came and killed him. Yeah. Um, heard about this. Yeah. With all this, you know, this fervor going on over Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, most of which is emotional ejaculation of the highest order, just retardation. Um, we didn't hear that the cop who shot John Hurley has he been allowed to walk. Yeah, I heard about that. Nothing is going to happen. John Hurley saved no the day. No charges. <sighs>
0: Well, I mean that's not surprising, right? Like that's pretty typical for the police. They yeah. don't have any consequences for their actions.
2: It was it was it was his mistake to help that cop.
0: Yeah, he should have just walked away. Walk away. Six oh three-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can share your thoughts. There's more. This Magnus guy who's he's walking away from uh, from his activism because of all the division. And we're learning, that's the way to more go. more coming up. <laughs> open here if you want to join us number that 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 we're going to continue with uh, the the don't know what the right word for this is the goodbye from an activist uh who has said he's stepping away he thought people were coming together they were finally seeing who the real enemy was which of course it's the state Uh, primarily but now he's seeing so much division we'll get back into uh, what it is that he has to say but first we're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts tonight in studio it's ian matt and joe don't forget to join us online anytime at freetalklive.com we got archives and we got podcast feeds and chat rooms and all kinds of uh, things you can link to from there if you want to support what we do then you can do as dan Krapsig has done he is a free talk live member of the amps program and he's a gold level which means that dan is giving at least 10 bucks a month through our new amps patreon and you can join that over at amps.freetalklive.com that's A N P sfreetalklivecom you get some cool perks And uh, we only ask five bucks a month, so Dan's doing uh, twice that. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. So once again, that's amps.freetalklive.com. Let's go to uh, Max Abramson. He is a state representative and a free stater here in New Hampshire, one of the multi-term state reps there. What term are you on at this point, Max?
4: I'm actually on my third term. I'm not a member of the Free State Project, but I uh, I supported the project early on. Oh, I, I apologize. You, you've been so
0: associated with the uh, the freedom community up here. I presume that uh, that you were. Are you a New Hampshire native?
4: Uh, no, but I moved in uh, before the whole first one thousand and uh, gotcha. all that stuff.
2: So you came to be a but- career politician. <laughs> No three terms. That's There's not much of a career in uh, New <laughs> that's, Hampshire that's, politics. That's like that, that's like uh, twelve hundred bucks, right? Not even. <laughs> no, it's hundred
4: dollars. It's a hundred dollars a year, and if you're on, if you get elected to budget committee or planning board, you'll get like a coupon or something like that, or a <laughs> meal card for like forty or fifty bucks a year or something. Wow, a it's turkey at market. Yeah. Money. <laughs> so, uh, what are you calling it, about yeah, tonight, Max? Um, I have two bills in. Uh, one is drug decrim and another one is decriminalizing sex work. Nice. Um, they'll both be going in front of the House Criminal Justice Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, drug decrim we put in every year and they, they fight it. Um, and they usually try to not just ITL the bill, they'll try to do they'll use a parliamentary trick where they refer for interim study or retain a bill so that mm. it doesn't even come to the floor. Now, what's the proposal um, but, on
0: the drug decrim? Are we talking about an across-the-board kind of Oregon-style uh, personal possession is no longer a arrestable offense. What's the proposal with this?
4: It's the drug decrim is is very much like the Portugal offense, uh-huh. or, sorry, Portugal decriminalization, where all the penalties are reduced by eighty percent. So a felony is dropped down to a misdemeanor for larger amounts, and nice. misdemeanors are reduced to just a fine. Um, but I I tried to get language in saying that someone could just pay a fine. It would, it would be a pretty hefty fine. So somebody with like a, like a, a kilo of cocaine or something would be paying like $40,000. But that's a lot better than, you know, five years in prison. Um, Tell the, me this, Max. I of, mean, one of the
0: things that's different this year as opposed to previous years when putting in something like this is – Oregon now has almost a year under its belt of decriminalization of small amounts of drugs, and I believe they also did what you're saying, and and they did reduce some of the penalties for the the higher-level possessions as well. And, you know, the streets aren't on fire you know, across Oregon. There's not some huge problem that has uh, has arisen. I was reading an article about it recently. Again, we're not quite to a year. They started in February of this year. Uh, but at least this time you've got that you can point to, right? Like at the hearings when they finally uh, put your bill in front of the committee and you go and speak and people can show up, they can they can say, hey, look, this is working fine over in Oregon. We can do this here too and do it legislatively.
4: Yeah, and that's uh, that's uh, one of the benefits as as public support has continued to grow. And I think uh, the polls from about a year ago, 56% wanted to end the war on drugs, and I think 30-some percent wanted to just relegalize drugs outright. Mm. So the numbers are really the really, the country's moving in a libertarian direction, at least on social issues. And I I think that uh, putting bills in like this gets you know, sex work, decriminalizing sex work, decriminalizing drugs, just putting it out there. It brings, you know, sometimes as much as a hundred or 200 people out to these hearings. And it gets a lot of, it gets news coverage on independent media and on citizens count. And we, we've been getting more and more feedback and it's, 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 you know, 70, 80, 90% libertarian on, on all these issues. People don't want the bailouts and big government. They don't want top-down control. They don't want government interfering in their life. And when they see that legislators are putting in liberty bills, even though some of them might be pretty controversial, um, probably won't get an uh, ought to pass from the Criminal Justice Committee. Um, there may be enough votes on the floor to at least get it out of that one or two. One of this bill, these bills, the drug uh, defelonization bill, um, we might be able to get that out of the House if we have enough support at the hearing. Uh, be that fantastic. one doesn't have a bill number yet. But the sex worker bill... Um, it's for indoor sex work, and it would reduce it to basically a ten dollar fine, effectively nothing. Um, Is there and, outdoor
0: sex work? I mean, normally when, <laughs> normally when you're so, thinking of like
4: prostitutes, but nobody wants to see the streetwalkers. You though.
0: mean, yeah, you, you're talking about right. streetwalkers would idea. still be prohibited, but uh, in call yeah. or out caller, as they call them.
4: So we've we found a strategy. Yeah, we found a strategy on um, pushing in the liberty direction. We've found pretty consistently if we take. Existing laws that are too broad. And they, so if you made an adult film in your own home or business, that would be perfectly legal. You're literally paying people to have sex on camera. That's correct. Yes, I understand it. In New Hampshire, that is
0: legal. In a lot of states, it is not legal. But New Hampshire, I think, and California are the two states where it is, from what I understand. And I'm not a lawyer. The
4: only difference is, so you could be, you could literally have two people. You could you know, make a video, post it online, and pay someone to have sex on camera. Now, if you take the camera away, it becomes illegal. A crime, yeah. Or even if you if you videotape it, and then you have no intention of distributing it. So really, what makes it illegal is the intent to distribute it and show it off to the whole world. But that, yes. that makes absolutely no logical sense. If whatever people choose to do in the privacy of their own home with other consenting adults should never be illegal. Nothing should be a criminal act.
5: Yeah, I agree like with that. I mean, no,
4: no victim, else. no
1: crime. Like, I'm not trying to make any suggestion, uh, like for you know going around the law or anything. But let's just say they shot a video, and it just didn't make the cut. Right. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> actually absolutely
0: right? true, Joe. From what I understand, actually, our, our co-host, nobody, was looking into this as potential business was uh, creating what he called keepsake porn, and the idea would be that the video was being made with the intention of distributing it but if somebody chose after they you know they had the intention and then their intention changed <laughs> or, about the or, video or, or what yeah, if- but if
4: you make if you make like 50 movies and you never distribute any of them then you go make another movie what they're gonna say is hey this guy just pain for sex. Hey, I'm a perfectionist. And I mean, <laughs> well, you know? yeah. Take 4,863.
1: The but,
0: edit wasn't right. The girl wasn't right. You
1: uh, know? i I just, I just be like, uh, that ended too soon. This is not long enough.
2: <laughs> uh, we're, we're basically being the steely Dan of porn over here.
0: But you're talking about, what we're talking about right now is how to get around the current rules, but Max, you're saying, let's change this you know, the world's not going to burn down if people are allowed to exchange money for sex qu- quietly within their own homes or within the privacy of their own businesses. Now, it's I, as I recall, it's been several years since a state rep put this forward. Uh, I think a couple of free staters did it. I don't know, five or six years ago. Has this happened since then? Or have you been involved in this? No, this I was.
4: Um, I spoke in favor of that bill, and they converted it to a study committee. And Jasper and his buddies basically got up and torpedoed the bill before the language was even out. And they mocked and ridiculed it. Hmm. Jasper is not, uh, he was the speaker with the Democrats and Rhinos backing him. And he's gone uh, now, right? Was a, it, yeah, he's gone. Okay. Well, he's head of the uh, Department of Agriculture. But uh, the hmm. woman who put it in, Edwards,
5: yeah,
4: um, she was actually a Democrat. And I have Correct. a Democrat co-sponsor now. Good. Uh, and there are probably more Democrats who would vote in in the state house. It's probably not going to pass in the state Senate. But there are probably more Democrats in the statehouse than there are Republicans who would be willing to hear out a bill like this. Good. And, and that's
0: important stuff is finding, you know, areas where you can work together with, the, you know, with the left. Uh, you're a Republican and come together. Well, I and... wouldn't
4: I wouldn't I wouldn't say that the Democrats actually represent, uh, you know, social Democrats and uh Progressives and people on the left. I see no, and you probably won't get a majority of, the
0: of them either. But at least you can get some to cross, you know, cross the aisle and, and vote for this. And it shows it as a bipartisan issue. You can bring in the people who are in the sex work trade, who usually are willing to come up from other places and speak. I imagine you're already reaching out to those folks uh, to have them, you know, go to these hearings and and talk about this. Because the the thing you're always going to come up against when it comes to changing the laws on sex work is they always drag out this claim that oh my god if we legalize sex then there's going to be people who are trafficking as though all of a sudden there's going to be sex slaves because of legalizing sex when the opposite should be true
4: the big one is the outdoors, where people choose to do in the privacy of their own home.
0: Max, keep us in the in, the, in the loop on these as they develop. Definitely interested in hearing about it, and thank you for the call tonight. I definitely appreciate hearing from you. Uh, it's good stuff. There's going to be some really interesting bills coming up. I happen to know Max is also a co-sponsor on a bill to decriminalize psilocybin uh, mushrooms. Sweet, mushrooms. that's cool. Yeah. So uh, there's more coming up here. Hour number two is next. This is Free Talk Live.
3: Free Talk Live.
0: It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. The number
5: here is 603
0: 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. Kicking off the second hour of the program. Coming up, is Satoshi Nakamoto going to be revealed in the Florida courtroom? Matt's got that story. We'll, uh, we'll get to it when we can. Of course, your calls and thoughts come first. Plus, uh, Joe, you've got a video premiere coming up this weekend that we I can do. talk about what yeah. that is and when it's going to happen. Uh, all of that is on the way. Plus, an activist has said he is done. He's out. He sees some major division amongst the uh, the world out there, the uh, the world of activism. And he when he thought things were coming together... Uh, now it looks like they're falling apart, and the Kyle Rittenhouse situation seems to be uh, you know, uh, speeding things up. He's going gold. Yeah, we'll talk about that, too. Uh, we started that in the last hour. Then we got some calls coming in, so uh, we're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts. Uh, let's talk first to Ninja. He is in Texas. and Ninja, you told me off the air that you are a First Amendment auditor. So like our friend Joe here from uh, his channel, Breaking the Flaw, you did the same thing down, uh, down south. Welcome to, uh, to Free Talk Live. Yeah, guys.
6: Thanks for having me on.
0: Sure. What's your Absolutely. channel, by the way, for uh, for listeners that want, might want to check you out?
6: Yeah, So, for the listeners, I'm uh News Now Ninja, like the News Right Now Ninja, News, news Now Ninja. ninja. He's and excellent. I'm excellent. Uh,
0: How long I'm you been doing this?
6: Um, uh, I'd say coming up on around two years now.
0: Okay. And so, what and, do you? What What, what happened uh, I work, recently?
6: Well, I, I work out of the Houston area, but I also travel. Um, I've pretty much gone all the way from California to Florida and all the states in between wow. on the lower half, and I'm working on getting the upper half. But uh, almost a year ago, about 11 months ago, I was uh, advised that there was an activist that was arrested in Pritchard, Alabama for taking pictures on the side of a road outside of a work release building on the easement. and uh,
1: So the sidewalk you're saying, right? Easement, right? Just for people yeah, to I mean, when there's
6: not a sidewalk, it's just grass. But yeah, right. the the right away, the the public right away, and um, his case was dismissed uh, slightly after we did the revisit. But the reason I went to go visit was I had heard that they didn't like people with cameras in public, and so uh-huh. I was like, "There's no way, you know, this is this has got to be chaos, uh, it's madness." So I went with a few friends, and um, lo and behold. They were just as tyrannical as I was told. They uh, ended up grabbing uh, one of my friends before we even made it there. Uh, They arrested me once we got there. And then a few hundred yards down the road, they arrested another one of my friends, uh, all from public property with no laws being broken. Wow. And And where were you? Was uh, this
0: outside of the police station or town hall? I miss, miss where this was.
6: And so if it, we were outside of a work release it, we'll work building on the side of a road, just okay. walking down the side of a road, taking pictures of buildings. Um, but we had stopped at the work release building, um, which is a public, publicly funded building. And uh, we were just getting some B-roll footage of cars coming and go, going and uh, just making sure that they were going to respect our rights to take our pictures out there in public because we had heard that they had previously violated someone's rights there.
1: So, so now you, you got arrested, and then uh, it was News Now California uh, that got arrested a little bit down the road there.
6: Is that correct? Yeah, yeah about like a couple hundred yards down the road, they had arrested News Now California. He was holding my camera live while they yep. tackled him. He's a 66-year-old dude. Wow. Um, he's not trying to wrestle and get rough and wild. He's just trying to take pictures. And, you know, this officer decided to tackle him to the road because he told me, um, just calm down, uh. We'll have your bond posted tonight. We'll see you later for dinner. And he was just pretty much reassuring me that everything was going to be cool, that they had my back, and that they'll see me later. And the officer didn't like that and told him, you better shut up, you're next. And Hmm. uh, he told me, like, in a joking manner. I mean, uh, News Now California, for anybody that doesn't know, he's a comedian. uh, It's pretty funny. (laughs) Like, for fun. And so he's always saying some jokes here or there, you know. And he was like, Ninja, don't stress about this cop, man. Just pick out the color of your boat. We'll see you later. And uh, so the the whole reason that they had pulled over in the first place is because the officer arrested me off the public easement. I had uh, notified him that I was on the public easement, that we had already looked up the GIS survey. So we knew the property lines. You did due diligence before
1: going out there. Like a proper audit should be done.
6: Exactly. And so I tried to explain to the officer, once he handcuffed me and put me in the vehicle, just take these handcuffs off me. And, you know, it's only going to be a complaint, which, you know, is only going to be a slap on the wrist. Cops never have jack done to him over a complaint, you mm-hmm. know. So
3: um,
6: I told him, I was like, just take these cuffs off me, brother. And, and, you know, all it will be is a complaint. But if you take me to the jail, then I'm going to have to file through with, uh, you know, suits against mm-hmm. you. And um, we're going to have to deal with this down the road. Well, he said, well, go ahead and sue me. And this is while we're driving off. And I explained to him that, you know, you just arrested me on public property for no laws being broken. Hmm. And, you know, you did that. And he said, yeah, I know, but you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that he, he said that on my body cam. Oh, and in that
1: my moment, God. It goes qualified immunity.
6: And so I told him, I was like, well, it's epic that you just said that on my body cam footage, because now I'll be able to show this to the world, you know, in the way that he believes that, you know, you can act under the color of law. Hmm. And um and he that's why he pulled over to that gas station where he was attempting to remove my body cam from me and turn oh, it off to yeah. the hmm. camera. And that's when Phil was arrested. Well, um we get to court, you know, time after time after time they kept postponing and by by the time we finally got to see the arrest report, we noticed that um News Now California's arrest report was the same as mine. So he had essentially copy pasted my report uh, on wow. of paper <laughs> Amazing. and put yeah, and he put Phil's name on it, uh, News Now California, and so that's already right there, uh, perjury. You know, hes uh, <laughs> That's great. Making a false, he's making a, a, a false police statement. Now, what were you charged with, by the
0: way? I, I, what, what did they hit you with on this day?
6: Well, first it was disorderly conduct of and failure to obey a police officer. Mm-hmm. Catch alls pretty it, standard. Um, and then it ended up becoming two counts of disorderly. They switched it to just two counts of disorderly. So I guess I was double disorderly in one moment.
1: <laughs> now, when we get to you're about well, we're about to get to the court stuff, but just be careful. I don't want you saying what the, your lawyer said to you, which is like absolutely horrendous. He maybe swore a couple times. Is this a uh, like
0: a public yeah, defender? Yeah,
6: I'm going to make sure. I'm, I'm going to make sure while we're on here. I'm going to keep my language. To a they minimum. appreciate that. Gonna, Thank
0: you. Yeah, we are on the radio.
6: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no stress. So I I did go to court, and um, after we had noticed, obviously, that this was a deprivation of rights under the color of law, not only that, a conspiracy of deprivation of rights under the color of law, because the the bailiff came to me and notified me that they were having ex parte meetings with the judge, the city prosecutor, and the arresting officer without my lawyer or myself present. So this is not only deprivation of rights, but conspiracy of deprivation of rights. Then once I get to the court, I'm explaining to my lawyer that he needs to do his job or he's going to be also someone uh, labeled on my claim as someone that's uh, attempting to, you know, conspiracy against my right.
1: Right. And you paid him, right? It's not it's not a court point. Right. You yeah, paid him. Oh, wow. Huh.
6: Paid this lawyer. Well, so um, to, to, I guess, go over what they were describing a moment ago for the listeners, I was verbally uh, cursed out twice uh, in the courtroom in front of the entire court hearing um, by my own lawyer because I was quoting law, and that's all I was doing was quoting law. How dare and you. What laws was it, and what they were in violation of.
0: What was this town and again he, in, It was Alabama where?
6: This is Pritchard, Alabama. Pritchard. And uh, it pretty much came to the point where I told my lawyer that I'm not going to sign any agreement. I'm not going to take any deal. Um, mm, the only agreement is going to be that I'm not guilty. And if they, you know, they can say not guilty, no matter what it what it takes to get to that point, um, that's the only agreement I, I can find myself to agree upon.
0: So this sounds like and, a, a good old boy that you got for this attorney. Was he from the area, this Pritchard?
6: Yes, he's definitely a local Pritchard.
0: Uh, yeah. So just um, yeah, Pritchard's a town of twenty one thousand people. That's basically the size of Keene, New Hampshire. I can tell you, every attorney knows yeah. every other attorney and every judge in that uh, in that town. So I'm I'm betting and he was all on their, their, their side. Shoulder.
6: Yeah. Yeah, and they're all rubbing shoulders. Did you fire him? Uh, was it? No, it was so. This is. A, it ended up being um, a good enough deal. Uh, the 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 way that I was able to finagle the situation um, ended up being beneficiary for me. So I want to hear about that. Can you stay with
0: this. us and tell us about it?
6: Yeah, I wanted to keep. I wanted to keep it while you're on. Stand by,
0: hang on, man. We're going to bring you back here, uh, Ninja. If you got time, we'll uh, we'll let you continue to tell the story. I want to hear about the deal. Like, what was it that they offered him on this totally BS arrest, double disorderly conduct charges? Six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. We're going to continue more in moments. Your calls, thoughts are welcome here on Free Talk Live. Talk live phones are open here if you want to join us. The number is six zero three two eight three six one six zero. At six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Joining you in studio is Ian, Matt, and Joe. Don't forget, free talk live brought to you by Intercoin. Intercoin can help any business or organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. And now, Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide. And you can now acquire them on a centralized exchange as well as a decentralized exchange. They're on exmarkets, exmarkets.com. You can sign up there with just an email address so you can keep your privacy intact. That's exmarkets.com. Also, Intercoin's investor token is now available on Uniswap. If you prefer to use that method, you can get the link to Uniswap through intercoin.org and also read more about Intercoin and learn about their vision at intercoin.org. And, of course, you can also get into, uh, go to xmarkets.com, exmarkets.com, buy or sell, I-T-R, right there with your USDT. Uh, it might just be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. We go back to Ninja. He is uh, calling News Now Ninja, is his channel on YouTube. And News Now Ninja, you were down in some little town called Pritchard, Alabama, where you'd heard a thing or two about people being corrupt. So you went down with your video camera and some friends with cameras to investigate the situation. And it sounds like just about everybody caught some BS charges uh, with the uh, the corrupt cops down there. And then you were having it out, I guess, with your paid attorney that you'd hired to defend you uh, to defend you against both of these BS charges, these so-called disorderly conduct charges. Uh, yes. And so they came to you with a really nice offer. Tell us more about what happened.
6: Well, I'm sorry, I was taking a drink. Uh, we uh, we get to the court, and my lawyer. Instantly, which I was already prepared for, it's the same thing that pretty much every corrupt lawyer and municipal court does, kangaroo court is what we call it. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if you're not guilty, they're always going to offer you uh, a a plea deal where they're like, come on, just just say you're guilty. We're just going to charge you 50 bucks and then you can walk out of here. All you got to do is say that we're right.
1: But yeah. auditors we're all based on principles, so this is like we are pushing things all the way. we're willing to risk it all to to get you know the the moral ground but go ahead
6: yeah and the and the longer and, and the longer they press the ignorance then the the more corruption they show on their own part and so you know if you just take their deal, then you don't really get to the nitty gritty you have to really. Push it all the way until they're willing to say you're guilty, even though you're not, with no evidence. And that's pretty much where I got it to the point where, you know, we're in court in Alabama. My lawyer's uh, attempting to get me to take a, a deal, and I'm explaining to him that there is no deal. This isn't deal or no deal. This, you know, this isn't a TV show. This is, my, <laughs> this is my life. This is my freedom, and this is my rights. and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to stand on top of that. I was like, either you're going to find me guilty today with no evidence against me. And they, they never even gave me my discovery, which they have 14 days, according to Alabama state law. And I turned in my discovery, uh, request more than 30 days before court. I also did motion to dismiss dismiss.
0: right there. I mean, you, you win the case.
6: Exactly. And then I did a motion to dismiss. They never responded to my motion to dismiss, uh, over 40 days, even though they have 30 days. So they were in violation of two court rules by the time I got there. Yep. And then I walk into court. They didn't give me no discovery. The rule is they can't use discovery against you if they didn't submit their discovery. Correct. It, 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 yeah, they have no trial. witness.
0: They didn't give you a witness list. They didn't give you any discovery. They have no evidence. They have no, they have no witnesses. If they, right?
1: if, and I was watching well, yeah, sh- the stream from Rogue Nation, and uh, apparently all these you know the arresting officers and these witnesses, they left the room. They weren't even there for your trial.
6: No, they all, they were all outside in the um, little auditorium having conversations about me. And um, what what ended up happening is my lawyer offered me a uh, uh, an agreement, and I told him there is no there is no deal. And then right, just to I be clear, to talk- this is
0: the morning or the day of the trial. It was night trial. No, not right. the
6: morning. I wish you know on a normal on a normal trial, that's when you go to trial at morning. They set my court date for 5.30 p.m. After the court was closed.
0: After the court was closed?
6: So that nobody could come in and witness.
0: Oh, my God. So you've got – this is like corruption to the max. So you've got a situation where they didn't give you discovery. They want to go – they call the trial date for after the courtroom has closed, and then your attorney, knowing that there was no discovery given, knowing that the state has no case, he actually comes to you with a plea deal offer because he still <laughs> doesn't want to go to trial because oh, he's a corrupt uh, scumbag, basically.
6: Yes, and then I told him, I was like, I don't care what you're doing. Either you're going to make a deal that says not guilty or we're going to trial right now. And he, yep. that's when he started cutting me out. And I, I read off a few laws to him, and that's when I told him he was going to be uh, filed on my lawsuit if he doesn't start getting to work. I paid him for a reason, and mm-hmm. um, that, that's when he cursed me again and told me, you're going go to uh, you're gonna go to f in jail, and if you don't listen <laughs> and you don't break this deal, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, if that's what I have to do, that's what I'm going to do. And then he left, and he went behind the um, area. He went to a little back area again with the city prosecutor and the judge. And they had another uh, little meeting and then he came out and, you know, activists, part of what we do is, um, you know, the court of public opinion handles a lot of our issues for us. Whenever people that are subscribers and our viewers see the tyranny, um, they exercise their right to redress. And um, they have received so many phone calls, emails, uh, messages, Countless I mean every single day for almost a year now uh, pertaining to this case that they were just done with it, and they pretty much told me um, that i i well I told them I don't want Pritchard contacting me anymore, and then they told me well if you don't con if you don't contact them if you don't call them or email them for twelve months and they they won't call you or email you for twelve months, we'll drop all the charges case dismissed. And I said, "Okay, well, I don't need to call these suckers anyways because the only reason reason I've been calling them is because I got court, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know." And I was like, "Now, does that mean
0: that you can't?" Now, was there any sort of terms in there that you couldn't sue them?
6: No, no, no. So this is a handwritten. (laughs) um, I made sure to go over all of that. This is a handwritten mutual agreement. There is no order. There is no order. The only is a mutual agreement not to speak with each other for Mm -hmm. just 12 months and case is dismissed. Now, whenever they dismiss the case after 12 months, at that point, they're admitting guilt because I will be found not guilty. Um, so the statute of limitations, so like if I wanted to press charges or file a claim against a municipality, you have to do it within six months mm-hmm. because this court case has been going on longer than six months, we're already 11 months. They drug it on due to the, the, the convicts. And, um, and so we ended up being, you know, month after month after month dismissed because of this whole uh, pandemic situation. And uh, so, you know, the 11 month thing was passed five months ago
0: can you stay with us and i got more questions i want to find out you know what the st- status of this thing is uh where it's going next you got time
6: yeah yeah i mean i only all got right. like two more minutes to all be right done with
0: it. stand by we're going to continue with uh, ninja's story he's news now ninja on youtube he's a first amendment auditor arrested in the corrupt town of pritchard alabama more coming up
7: do you feel like your country no longer holds your values
0: It's Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want right here. Number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking with uh, News Now Ninja, who called in tonight to tell us about the ridiculous corruption in pritchard alabama yeah and just say i
2: gotta tell you already he's got me sold this guy's awesome i just subscribed to his youtube channel just now news now ninja Great. He great work. He uploaded
1: four videos in the last 2 days. Yeah, That's he's awesome. he, he, he's pretty hardcore. You hear that? You're pretty hardcore there, Ninja, out there every day. It's awesome, bro.
0: Yeah, so definitely appreciate you, you know, what you do out there and we're talking about the uh, the corruption in this crappy little town in Alabama called Pritchard where it basically sounds like the police, the judge, the uh, the defense attorney, they're all like buddies, and your defense attorney was cursing you out in court <laughs> as oh you were refusing to take a plea deal because they have no case against you. You were arrested on public property. You were doing absolutely nothing except recording video, which is your right to uh, to do. And they didn't even provide you with, like, they did nothing to prepare for this case. They didn't even provide you with your discovery. So they didn't have any evidence against you. They didn't bother to even try to pretend like they did. And they essentially, you know, botched the case. And yet your attorney was still trying to get you to take a plea deal. Instead, you managed to negotiate some sort of a deal, a handwritten deal with the town of Pritchard that said that you won't call them. They won't call you for 12 months.
6: Yes, sir. And then they'll drop the charges. Yes, sir. And so by doing so, essentially the the it was a heads or tails that I was looking at when we were in this kangaroo court Mm -hmm. was essentially a I'm going to force them into trial. The judge already admitted to my face that he's not going to um, honor the fact that the only complainants are public employees and that he's not going to honor the fact of it being my First Amendment right. I knew that either A, uh, they were going to arrest me and find me guilty, and then uh, I would just have to pay an appeal bond of $1,000, or I can move on to the other five cities I have targets on, give (laughs) Pritchard a one-year break, they have to (laughs) drop the charges on me, and then by dropping the charges on me, essentially they're pleading guilty to arresting me for no reason. Mm Mm-hmm. And like I was saying before we uh, jumped to the commercial break, uh, if you want to press a claim against a municipality, you have to do it within six months in Alabama. And because my case had already gone over six months, mm. essentially there was no way to press the claim against the municipality. If so they waited the out the clock. It, yeah, they're trying to push the clock back. This is how they play their game. Mm. And so um if you want to press a claim against the county you have to do it within one year which only gives me about one week if i was to file the claim against the county but see here's where we get to um the bones and grit is that i don't want the county's money and i don't want the municipality's money i want to take the officer for everything he owns Uh, i want to take his freedom in the way that he took my freedom Mm. i want his pension i want his house I want his vote because he needs to learn that whenever you take an oath to protect freedoms and then you violate them, that it's no laughing matter. Well, and if only it was joke. that,
0: you know, if only it was possible. I mean, these guys are protected, right? Like, isn't he going to be you well, know given immunity from any kind of lawsuit?
6: I'm going to be going against him individually. I'm not going against the police department. I'm not going against the municipality nor the county. I'm going against him individually, <laughs> because if you watch the video, you'll see in that video. When they illegally trespass eyes from the state, he verbally says, at this point, you're acting outside of your qualified immunity. And, um, Hold on. who said that, to who it. said that to him? Eyes on the state. Yeah, it's that, this is the YouTube channel. With. Okay. Yep. He, uh, he illegally trespassed eyes before he did anything with me. Hmm. And whenever he trespassed eyes, he said, you're acting outside your qualified immunity. At this point, I'm stripping you of your qualified immunity. And that verbal agreement in that moment, the officer had been told you are acting outside of your your what you're allowed to do. And when he said that, the officer got so triggered that he clenched both fists in front of his face. And then he grabbed me and arrested me because he knew that he had been verbally warned and notified that he is acting outside of his qualified immunity and that he's gonna be held privately, personally, uh, well, I it's hope it's that quick.
0: that works. I mean, to me, I, I'm skeptical that that's going to actually, you know, result in any kind <laughs> of accountability. Yeah. Um, I mean, me if, if that's and all it takes is to just put a cop on notice and just let them know, oh, by the way, you're you know, you're no, outside of qualified immunity. Okay, I suspect sure. the courts are going to step in and they're going to assure that officer that no, no, it's okay. Don't worry, okay, you're safe. On.
6: Now we're getting now now we're getting to the meat. Now we're now we're getting to the meat. Okay, so this is the thing: is once I press a claim against this individual, if the state Steps in to defend him. Now they're making themselves liable. So now the state has made themselves a part of the suit, letting them walk into my checkmate.
2: If that if they don't just break every rule in sight and forget that you existed, like well, they were doing already, to you in court, right?
6: They've already done that. Yeah, they've already done that. Um, I expect them to continue being corrupt all the way down the road. But Absolutely. You know, I, the next. Uh,
2: if the you next want to turn knobs and push buttons, buttons, I would also try to find out. You know, if they want to make it a pain in your personal life, then. Does he got a hot daughter or anything, but <laughs> but <laughs> daddy, I love him.
1: <laughs> oh, hey, you
2: know, I have a saying.
6: Well, no, already, um, they, I have a they, saying. Pain in my personal life by yeah. costing me, you know, uh, about around ten thousand dollars over the past right geez. year. Yeah, you, you know, didn't know, get a um, refund for the attorney,
0: the private attorney that you paid for ten grand. That's not going the daughter. That.
6: I don't get. You know, the only thing I get back for sure is my bond money once mm-hmm. I'm found not guilty. Which or the, is, the principal, you know, hundred bucks. The or whatever, moral grounds. That's what you're going to get. Yeah, um, it's expensive, though. Once they step in, you know, uh, once the state steps in on his behalf, now they're making themselves apart. So that means the suit is going to, at then that, at that point, be against them as well, because they're going to be the one defending the one that I'm suing. It's going to get greasy. I don't know where it's going to go, but yeah
0: it's like really I said, interesting i i hope that you'll you know i you know think about us when this happens give us another call you know keep us in the loop on this as it develops very very interesting story and uh news now ninja that's uh that's your youtube channel listeners can check you out there and uh anything else you want to share tonight
6: that's it guys i want to let y'all get at least someone else on here thank
0: thanks, you ninja brother. for hey, calling in man yeah i
5: appreciate you calling and tell great the story, story man good luck story. out there and love you a, bro
0: keep in touch yeah. thanks for the call dude uh wow 6032836160 i appreciate his uh his attitude you know he's he's got uh, he's got a good level of spunk he's going in yes. for the kill you know, I, on, that's what
2: i find there's there's uh you know, the the first today's first amendment auditors, like Joe and these other guys, they're different than they were 10 years ago. They used mm-hmm. to be a little wacky. You guys are pros. Yeah, you're I try to stay very squirt-
1: civil and, you know, I, I the way I, I don't care what the cops think. I don't care what a judge thinks. I care what a jury thinks. I care about my peers around me. And if, right. you know, I'll take it all the way because that's really where I wanted it. You know, if they're going to challenge me and throw the book at me, well, let's get my neighbors to to judge me not not these people in authority that like to rule over everyone and like you know and throw the hammer just you know slam the hammer on you and you, you really just don't have a chance and uh and that's what happened to me recently i don't think i've talked about it much but which one the worcester case yeah yeah you haven't ta- i mean you th- this yeah. is the
0: one where they threw your cell phone
1: right yeah they threw my cell phone they arrested me for disturbing mulch and then i was you punched jail. in the chest the in cuffs, or and what's that where was it the jail where were At you? the police station. Police station. Okay. Yeah, we were auditing the police station, yep. and I got violently assaulted. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, I asked for my phone back because he took it from me, and he throws it forty feet. Right, remember this? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You showed me the video. It, it's just crazy, but like uh, the thing is, is that when I went to court for this, uh, they my my lawyer, I think, I, I hope he did it right. I don't know because it was all out of sight when when this all happened. But they reduced my charges. I waited two years for a jury trial. we were about to pick a jury. And then the uh, the prosecutors drop the charges from criminal to civil. Of course, now I got a judge, mm-hmm. and he brought the judge brought up all the facts that didn't matter in the case, and didn't bring up any of the facts that did matter. Mm. And it, this this includes um, he didn't consider uh, the uh, the arresting officer the his statement on the stand saying, yeah, I like you know he knew about uh, my being uh, my phone being thrown and going getting it, but they still got me for the trespass in the garden. So I would never have gotten arrested. i never got gotten the, the trespass or disorderly. And, and it should have just all been thrown out. But, you know, the judge had to bring up all the things that was not related to that in the state state. Hold that
0: thought. We're going to continue in moments. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here. We're talking about corrupt courts, corrupt cops, 603-2837. 60 is the number, that's 603-283-6160, and there's no shortage of these institutions out there that are just rife with corruption, and the reason why that's the case is because they've got a monopoly on their services. I mean, there's there's no accountability for these people. I mean, you can elect whoever you want, but ultimately the police don't change. It doesn't matter whether you put the Republicans or the Democrats in there, the cops are still there uh, abusing people and violating their rights, and getting away with it 99 times out of 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and Joe, you're one of the uh, the First Amendment auditors out there. Your channel is called Breaking the Flaw. It's on Odyssey. It's on YouTube still uh, for now. <laughs> and uh, that's where people can go and watch and see what you've been doing. But one of the things that's uh, got you pretty upset is what's been happening down in Worcester, Mass., Yeah, uh, where you were outside
1: of a, a police station. Well, I was inside, okay. and then we got muscled out.
0: And then at some point, the cop uh, threatening you takes your camera from you. Yep. Well, without warning, it. this is
1: just instant. Takes my camera.
0: Yeah. This is outside. Takes the camera, chucks it into like what forty feet? You said forty away? feet. Of measure, into yeah. like a planter.
1: Uh, It was a little memorial garden, Mm -hmm. kind of like a roundabout uh, right in front of the entrance there uh, with the American flag and a little pathway. But I wasn't I didn't walk in the pathway. I was looking for my phone in the mulch.
0: And then when you went to go get your phone, you then were charged with trespassing on the memorial garden.
1: Right. Well, I was uh, the officer technically lied once. He said I uh, he said that he warned me twice to leave the garden, which is not true. He didn't tell me any of that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and he just straight up arrested me. He said I was kicking flowers under his breath, mumbled it like kicking flowers. Like you are kicking flowers. Like oh okay. And then the next thing you know, I am uh, being placed in cuffs. Uh, the guy, uh, Michael Hurley, um, he uh, he picked up my phone and then he, uh, before he put the phone in my pocket, he punched me in the chest while in cuffs. Oh my god! On video. Your phone was still operating after... It was, no, 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 it wasn't. Uh, well, as soon as he grabbed my phone, it turned off. Mm-hmm. So that was inside the police station. He grabbed it, turned off. But mm. two of my friends were there, okay, and good. they were recording all the other angles. Thank Plus, goodness. I have all the camera angles from the police station, which I didn't use any of the, uh, the uh, footage of my friends in court for defense. Mm-hmm. I used their own footage against them. Nice. Which couldn't be... We watched a little bit of it, but wasn't like... You know, it didn't matter. It was a judge because they they lowered my charges from criminal to civil. I was like, no, I, I want the criminal charges. Give me those criminal charges so we can have a jury right now. And they refused. They refused. Yeah. And uh, they just railroaded me. The you know the judges just didn't care. But what the facts. does it mean
5: when
0: a when I because I mean I've been down to Massachusetts for a few of my friends' trials. Thankfully, it's been a very long time, and I prefer to not go back ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's definitely a worse system in Mass than it is here in New Hampshire. But uh, I've never heard of dropping criminal charges into a civil case. Like, how the hell does that even I, work?
1: I, I don't. It's just they can just do whatever they want in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, this judge um, just. Does that mean you were tyrant. found liable instead of guilty? Correct. Correct. Liable. Yep. Yeah. Responsible, liable, whatever yeah. you want to call it. But this goes on my record. It's not on my quarry check or anything like that. So I can still get a job in Mass. I don't plan on it. Mm. I'm not going to. I don't want to go to Mass at all. Yeah. Um, but. You know the judge's statement is going to be on my record, and it doesn't make me look good. He doesn't. He didn't bring up any of the facts of the case that mattered, mm-hmm. like the trespassing or anything like that. He was basically said that I was in a memorial garden that well, for fallen police officers, you know, uh, causing a scene or something. And it's like <laughs> and well, if I get pulled over him? in Massachusetts, they're going to look at this in my record and be like, "Oh, this guy is He's uh, a cop hater. He, he doesn't like cops. Oh, he was like disrespecting him in a memorial garden." No, that's not what happened. An officer threw my phone in the memorial garden so why don't you criticize michael hurley mm-hmm. the one that did that and i he was on desk duty for a reason i'll tell you and i i'm not allowed to say this on, on air i'll just say this is that uh they were repercussions for his actions i'll say internally that. you mean internally
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he's still got his job doesn't he uh i guess i don't yeah. know i, I mean, don't know how- they probably weren't the most firm repercussions, right? Like you got a smack on the hand or something like that. Oh,
1: yeah. Hmm. Um,
0: I guess you said you can't say, though. For I'm not lo-
1: I'm not really allowed to say because we need to let it go into the courts I see. to let things happen. And Joe, now, now that all this has happened,
2: if, if you want some anti-cop bumper stickers, I'll buy
1: them for you. <laughs> I'm not like, look, I wish I don't think the police should exist entirely. Right. I think that we can police ourselves and that we have we can be a civil society without them. But if you're going to be, a, you know, you're going to be an aggressor in society, then you should expect the cops to be there to put you in your place. I'm not an aggressor. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve to have the police down my back. So whatever that, you know, them torturing me, punch me in the chest while in cuffs. That is not of my nature. That's not something that I deserved.
0: No, right? absolutely not. You were just there to hold them accountable and record video, which you're right, Correct. as anybody has that right. So just tell me a little bit more about this this civil finding of liable or responsible or whatever. Does that mean that, what, you got to buy some mulch for the garden? I mean, is, is there some sort of financial penalty here? Well, is- first
1: off, I was wearing chucks, so I barely made a dent in the mulch. Yeah. Okay? And uh, if anything, uh, Officer Hurley trampled directly over a, a, a little bushel of flowers, destroying them. Mm. Uh, and that's on video. Um, when he came up to punch me in the chest. Um, and... <laughs> It's like you know, I'll go back there and redo the whole garden myself, but just so I don't disrespect anybody.
0: But, but did they issue some sort of a
1: fine? Like what happens? Nothing. There's no fine. Nothing. So it's
0: just you're responsible. Done. We're gonna. This is on your record,
1: yeah. quote unquote. And because they know they they're doing this because they know they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. And they really, if they were to fine me for something like this, then it's like it's it's is putting them in a position. It, it is appealable. I'm uh-huh. currently in appeals. I had my uh, my attorney put me into appeals, but I need another lawyer. Yeah. Uh, I can't take this lawyer because I I forget what they call it um uh type of lawyer, but um uh, if any if any lawyers are out there listening I I need you soon if you're in Massachusetts yeah, and, and you it,
0: know how to do a civil appeal basically.
1: yeah and you know what I might have just ignore the appeal and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go right for a lawsuit after after uh specifically Michael Hurley and uh Mahoney the arresting officer but, uh, Michael Hurley because he actually said um, uh, you know your constitution the constitution is shh right. Mm. <laughs> On video? On video! <laughs> so there goes his qualified
0: immunity. Well, if only. <laughs> I, I sure hope so. I, I wish that qualified immunity went away as often as we we would hope that it did, but it, it usually doesn't.
1: Look, I just want to say one thing, because uh, Ninja had one little thing. He's like, he wanted that cop's boat. Well, this was the thing that I was saying after my mm-hmm. arrest. I want, I want Michael Hurley's wife to divorce him, I want his kids to disown him, and I want his dog to bite him.
0: The number here is 603-283-6160. Coming up this weekend, uh, in a different situation, a different arrest joey you've got a, a video you've been you've been burning the midnight oil on right like yeah you're putting together yeah. A, a, a super cut yeah
1: What is what's going on uh well um i don't know if you guys heard but i uh i got a settlement from the city of manchester for nice. a wrongful arrest sweet um
0: thousands of dollars
1: can we say uh, that yes i got fifteen thousand dollars sweet okay. so yes. you're not good prohibited.
0: that's good you, you're not prohibited from saying how much because some no. people they like, yeah, yeah well the that, deal. this is
1: before lawyer fees mm-hmm. but yes okay yes. Um, and uh, my lawyer is excellent. Um, he took care of it right away. Two you weeks later, charges dropped. You want to drop his name? Give him credit. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll give him credit. Seth Hippel.
0: Seth Hippel. Yeah, nice. pre stater attorney. Yeah.
1: Nice. He's uh you know did. Talented do, guy, great job, talented guy. Yeah. Absolutely, smart
0: guy, knows his stuff. He's he's won a lot of really important cases, yep. like the the Carla Garrett case, which yep. is important for uh, you know holding police accountable and recording video. Penguins uh, case, yep, that's right. Uh, our yep. our co-host uh, Chris uh, on uh, Friday nights, he he won a very similar settlement actually from this from the same city of, yes. uh, of Manchester. I for,
1: expected the fifteen to be the bottom when I looked at yeah, Penguins too, for so. depriving
0: him of his right yep. uh, to record the police. Mm-hmm. But in your situation, you uh, got arrested along. With Skyler, uh, aka Savage Truth six hundred three, I right. believe, yeah. um, who we've had on this show in the in the past. Sadly, it's been a while since I've seen him. The last time I saw him, was and before he's really work.
1: the highlight of my video.
0: Well, he was the one that got tased yep. in, the, in the, uh, the situation. So uh, you guys were outside of a hotel. You were just doing some just like normal cop block stuff, right? Correct. Like just showing up at uh, police scenes and recording video. Yeah. And, and the cops targeted you guys and demanded that you what, leave the parking lot, I think it was. No, they never
1: told us to leave. The, oh, really? What they said to us, you're being trespassed. We want your ID. And uh-huh. was like, I was like, well, this is the first time I've been told I'm being trespassed. Right, because
0: normally to get a trespass charge, as I understand it, you have to be told to leave a Correct. place and by someone who is authorized to tell you.
1: Like a staff member or
0: something right. like that. Right, so like another member, of the, ho- you know, somebody who's staying at the hotel can't right. tell you.
1: So, exactly. And actually, so the one of the, the clerk or like the desk clerk of the hotel did come out. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I don't need, I can't have you around the vehicles. Like, mm-hmm. well, one, it's... Okay, maybe. I don't think she even had that authority to really tell us that, but she did have the authority to tell us to leave. Sure. But she didn't. Okay. And this was the key moment to my defense. And that's the reason why the prosecutor dropped the charges. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, is Savage Truth 603 still facing charges in his case? A charge, uh, I believe. And he had the uh, same charge, the. The trespass, uh, and I guess, did they, what was it, disorderly? Yeah, trespass and disorderly, but those charges uh, between both of us were dropped, but he got resisting. resisting, uh, And really, they didn't tell him what he was arrested for. Is it really resisting if you don't know what you're being arrested for? Right.
0: and then they dropped the charges, so he's being arrested for something that was total BS in the first Correct. place. yeah. But yet, he's still quote-unquote resisting. It's a safe-face uh,
1: scenario for
7: the cops. You've got
0: a video put together that you're going to be releasing about it this weekend. We'll tell you about it coming up here in moments. So you can join us. Hour 3 is coming up on Free Talk Live.
7: Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved. To stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down. And to put you in control of your own happiness so you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as 8 weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class.
3: Free Talk Live.
0: It's Free Talk Live, kicking off the third hour here you want to join us, 603-283-6160, and you can take control of the airwaves. With you in the studio tonight, is Ian, Matt, and Joe. Of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Uh, coming up, Matt, you've got a story about Satoshi Nakamoto, the founder of Bitcoin, the creator. They're putting him on the stand. Or are they? <laughs> they're there's putting a, them on. They're going to find out who he is. You know, it it's actually ties into what we've been talking about, which is uh, corrupt courts and the uh, the system. And we're going to get into that because they Idiots. say that they're going to reveal who Satoshi Nakamoto is in a trial that's happening down in Florida. We can talk about that. But uh, we're still in the middle of your story or one of your stories, Joe. There's, there's a myriad number of, <laughs> yeah. of encounters and corrupt cops and crazy system uh, stories that you've got. Of course, a lot of it's been documented over at your channel which is on both youtube and odyssey it's called breaking the flaw thanks Ian. you can check him out there but we were talking about the one of the more recent arrests is this your most recent at this point yeah You're okay yep. so uh one of the most recent arrest which was earlier this year was actually before the raid on March. our studios so yeah just yeah. before our studios were raided you were arrested out in manchester along with savage truth 603 Yep. And I think Press N H now was there, but he wasn't arrested, right? No,
1: he he uh, didn't want to take the arrest because they were threatening with arrest if he didn't ID. So he pulled his ID out and showed him. Even though make he fun had no obli-
0: yeah. Even though he had no obligation <laughs> to show ID right. in this case, what happened was you guys were in a parking lot of a, I think it was a hotel. Yes, and you were there just, you know, I guess the cops were there for some other reason, like a drunk or whatever. Their their reason uh, some was.
1: lady got assaulted. Yes. and she was injured
0: and so you guys are just in the parking lot you're just recording footage of whatever b-roll you know yeah chasing footage. the cops
1: looking at the police logs right yeah.
0: asking questions as they yeah. they might come around and they uh, they target you demanding id on a basis of what what was their their reason for asking uh, well they said ID. that
1: we would be in trespass yet no one told us to leave
0: right so the idea would be they would need your id in order to write your name down on a no trespass notice. that
1: is not according to the law of trespass law in new hampshire really? trespass if you're being trespass all they need to do is have identifying markers of you so like they'd be like i'm white i have red hair a red beard brown mm-hmm. hair <laughs> and uh um, uh whatever like i'm uh, you know um, You can identify me by just describing what I'm wearing and yep. that sort of thing. And if they come back, and I think it's a 24-hour period or something like that, if he comes back within 24 hours, he can be uh, arrested mm-hmm. for a uh, violation of the trespass. So I was never trespassed by any staff, and it was only the police. And by when you say that, you mean you were
0: never told to leave? That's no, correct. No one on staff told you to leave. The cops also didn't tell you to leave because no, like no. you you know normally if somebody's telling you to leave a place— the typical way things happen is if you were to stay there, like let's say you didn't believe that that person was authorized to tell you and you just stayed right where you were, then they'll call the cops in and the cops will usually then say, right. hey, you got to leave. And then if you don't leave, normally you get arrested well, or, tr- or no trespass.
1: Yeah, either. I was demanding the officers to allow me to leave. If you're telling right. me I'm trespassed, allow me to leave. Right. But no, I'm being detained. They want my ID. So like they Which never they weren't
0: legally allowed to ask. No,
1: before. no. According to the law. No. Yeah. Nope. So, but, uh, so what ended up happening is I, uh, uh, Savage Truth 603, uh, he started, he went to the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, if you're being trespassing me, I'm going to go to the sidewalk. So he starts walking. Yeah. I also do the same thing. I go to the sidewalk. So now we're in public. We're not on the private property. Right. And, and they're still harassing you. They're still harassing me. They pounce Savage. They tackle him. They tase him. They like put their knees in his back yeah. and tell him to put his arms behind his back, even though they already were behind his back. I can't wait for that body footage, body cam footage. Um, wait,
0: you don't have that footage yet? I do have that. You footage. You do. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. You were working on a video yes. that you're gonna release this weekend. There already was a pretty good cut of this arrest just from y'all's cameras because three you, angles. You had three different cam- uh, angles. I had Vincent. I think it was put together this uh, this cut earlier this year. And that's on the Freaking Odyssey channel. You can check that out. Uh, just look back in March, and I'm sure you'll find it. But now you, you're adding in the police body cameras to this? That's
1: Yep. Actually, uh, give some credit to News Now Ninja. He was the first person to share our streams into an edited clip, into a video. Uh, and thank you, Ninja, because you spread the word about it happening. Um, and But yeah, so... We so, w- so you've
0: got all the cops' body cams, and you're going to make correct. this whole thing into a video. You're going to yes. premiere it this weekend.
1: I'm almost done editing it. It's been a couple of days because it's a lot of work. And yeah, for sure. The it's more just,
0: angles, the more complicated.
1: Yeah, just my my personal computer couldn't work, so I had to borrow someone else's work on it. And wow. So I'm I'm getting there. It's it's a lot, but um. But you're gonna have it ready for when? When's the premiere? Uh, so I'll have it ready for a party tomorrow, and then I'm going to have it on YouTube Sunday. So okay. Sunday, I'm thinking noon. Yeah, noon. But if you subscribe to my channel, hit the bell, you'll see when I'm going to premiere it because I'll have it like predetermined premiere and uh, you can join a live chat of it being premiered. And I hope that that's only on YouTube. What about Odyssey? Well, I mean, look, I could either do that, I could upload it to both locations, Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think Odyssey has premieres, do they? I don't think
0: they do. But what you could do, I mean, it's up to you, right? Like, you could upload it to Odyssey first. That way, people could go and see it if they're if you're following on Odyssey, you actually, can watch that's, it early.
1: That's then, actually a good strategy because YouTube yeah. has been pulling some of my stuff and like, yeah. I, you know, you definitely got to start getting people away from that platform. I, I agree. Awful. That's I, what I've been doing with the Freaking yeah. channel is I'll upload the video yes. to Odyssey. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that and oh, publish it yeah. on
0: Odyssey, and then I will upload it. Upload. Well, actually, I just upload a teaser. I know you're still doing full videos on on YouTube, and I don't yeah. blame you
1: for that. But no, i actually I'm going to do that. Because I really, if this is going to be a really good video, I really want people to get on Odyssey to view it as well. Yeah, so I'll play like the first two to five yes. minutes,
0: depending on how long it is. If it's long, I'll give them a few more minutes or whatever. But two to five minutes of the uh, the video I'll put on YouTube, right. and then there's usually like a title down at the bottom, like, "Hey, if you want to see the full version, you have to see it." on odyssey
1: i mean i'm kind of guilty of this but i'm going to the youtube first with with your free keen because i want to give you yeah. statistics for that and then i click the link in the description because you, you go, go. warning yep. youtube yep. <laughs> content <laughs> and i'm like okay yep all right so i click on the odyssey and then i watch it from there so i've been i've been watching all your nh exits videos cool. and i love them all thanks yeah. man
0: i appreciate no problem. that so check out breaking the flaw look for the, this weekend uh mark your calendar to be there
1: wherever it is on youtube or odyssey mm-hmm. at around noon on sunday eastern time well, right. I'll, I'll definitely have it on YouTube Sunday at right. at, at noon, but okay. I'll have it I'll have it pre released on uh, Odyssey. I'll try to make that happen. Okay, cool. Yeah, right on. Um, okay, Very cool.
0: Decent. Uh, so we're gonna get to this story about Satoshi Nakamoto, but I did say I wanted to finish. Uh, this gentleman, his name is Magnus Panvidia. Sounds like a genius. I love, I I can't believe I've never heard of the guy, but he sounds great. So he's like a gun. He's like a gun guy, but he kind of came from the left, as I understand it. I don't know much else about his history. And he is saying he's frustrated. Um, he was he kind of came back out from he I guess he'd retired from activism and then he came back expecting that now was the time people were finally seeing you know the police as the problem the system as the problem he felt like people were coming together and now he feels like there's di- more division and so he's he's walking away he sees the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, situation as something that's dividing people unnecessarily and he says sick of division sick of chaos I'm right I'm reading his goodbye basically. Feeling spurned by unreasonable requests and demands and expectations of being lied about and bullied and attacked, who are likely to be at these events and hold no loyalty to anyone there? I suggested strongly against this, meaning violence by these different sides. I am no one's boss and no am no leader. They are free to do what they please, responsible only for themselves. But people don't think that way. We've ceased to be individuals, only viewing in teams and tribes. I'm likely to be blamed for this. Anyone who entertained me smeared for years over it. Whether it be someone shows up to protect property in Aloha or someone shows up in solidarity with the marchers, it won't matter. We'll all share the blame for anything to come from it. If there are riots, then it was I who started the riots. If there is conflict, it is our fault. If we step in to protect an individual, then we agree with them on everything and are a secret operative of them. I've said from the beginning, I do not ask compromise. I do not ask you give up anything. I do not ask you to change your mind, not ask you to fight on other issues. All I asked was for people to put aside their differences and focus on the extreme problems. All my criticisms for people... To just shut the F up and suck it up and work together are always framed towards the right when I direct it at everyone. If you won't work with someone to end police brutality because of their stance on Rittenhouse, you're an idiot. If you won't work with someone to end constant bloody and expensive wars because of their stance on abortion, you're an idiot. If you won't work with someone to rein in the federal agencies who seek to crush everyone of all ideologies under their boot because of edgy jokes or rude words, you're an idiot. He's got a few more things to say. We'll share that coming up. We'll talk about Satoshi Nakamoto in a trial down in Florida. Is it going to reveal who the real Satoshi is? We'll find out more coming up here in moments. You can share your thoughts with us here on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, open phones if you want to join us. Whether you want to talk about police corruption or the system, is it going to come to an end soon? can't be soon enough, I'll tell you that, but uh, it's going to be interesting after the Rittenhouse trial, it looks like some sides are planning on clashing no matter what uh, the decision is, and that's causing one man who is a uh, Second Amendment freedom activist to say he's walking away before things get really ugly. I want to talk a little bit more he, about him. He makes here. some good points. Yeah, he, it's it's interesting. Um and uh, yeah, I only found out about him within the last few months. His name is Magnus Panvidia, spelled Panvidya, spelled P A N V I D Y A and he is at panvidia magnus on twitter he says he's walking away from activism for the for this at this time he's he's come back he came back only because he thought it was the time where people were going to come together and and oppose uh the state people from these sort of supposedly differing sides that should realize that the state is their mutual enemy uh, but unfortunately, they just keep getting distracted by the differences between
1: the sides. Well, they and, like they are attacking private business, not the state. They're attacking correct. a kid that had a gun that was innocent, and and then the state is prosecuting the kid. And guess who they support now? The prosecutors. Yes. So, I. What side are you on? Let's all. This is why I think he's fed up because you know really it's the government's fault on all of this. Sure. On every angle. And then people are, you know, now you get to pick a side. Come on.
2: You know, and the, the other day on the show, I talked about fifth gen warfare. And I believe everything we're going through right now is actually we're at war. People just don't realize it. This is yeah. very intentional. The whole COVID thing's intentional. <clears throat> and I think what we're looking at with the whole left right paradigm right now being the division being so deep, it's totally intentional. Oh, yeah. That's a part of fifth gen warfare. And this mm. guy's just walking away from Separating that. Too. Us, yeah. And that's really how you win. Fifth Gen Warfare. Fifth, fifth
1: Gen Warfare, the, the easiest way to win is don't play the game. Well, if the Black Lives Matter were smart, they'd join Black Guns Matter. Hmm. And then they'd be on Rittenhouse's side, and they all be carrying guns uh-huh. next to Rittenhouse. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: that, and then we have like a, Black Lives Matter is probably not actually an organic group. It's probably
0: not an anymore.
1: Op. Not anymore, anyways. Yeah,
2: yeah, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of these things get co-opted, even if they were formed with the right for the right reasons. The people in search of power come in, they take over. We saw it happen here in New Hampshire. Sure. And I want to say we. It was me and nobody that went to multiple Black Lives Matter rallies. They were spot on and keen in Keene and Manchester where they were targeting, you know, with their words, not, not violence, mm-hmm. uh, with the police as the people that were the problem. And then by the time it happened in Nashua, it was completely co-opted. They had politicians speaking. So yeah. instead of it being victims of police violence who were speaking in Manchester and Keene, it was politicians who hmm. took the stage, including the chief of police himself. Oh, my God. Uh, the mayor of Nashua an alderman in Nashua and it was
1: like okay well this is over that's just blatant uh, yeah. And I could say the same thing about the tea party movement that's exactly that was, right me, uh, my friends uh, you know started it and I, I was like oh right tea party movement's uh, coming you know it's like it's it's fresh and new and, and then all of a sudden you know it Fox News is taking it and over. Then there's
0: politicians
1: oh, jumping yeah. out
0: in front of the parade, not acting for, like they've yep. been there the whole time.
1: Yeah, but not for nothing. Like when I first met, like I, I met Rand Paul, Gary Johnson, uh, a bunch of other uh, well-known uh, figureheads at Fenuel Hall for the Tea Party, and that was because my friend rent, uh, rented the place out mm-hmm. and invited a bunch of people, and they they were speaking there, and it was amazing. Like they were actually on board with the message, and then of course. These guys kind of twist narrative. Yeah, you know
2: where it really started to fall apart, like bad, was when um, what's her name, Sarah Palin became the darling of the yeah, the belle of the ball for that. And it's like Sarah Palin, what she's like so establishment. And,
1: you know what's funny is like they they twisted the whole movement with this one acronym because T right T E A. They like taxed Tax enough, enough already. already. How about no, no, it's just. Taxes in general, that was the whole movement to begin with. The revolution started because of a 1% tax, not because being taxed too much.
0: I want to go back to Magnus Panvidia and his final thoughts on why he's walking away prior to what could be a pretty ugly escalation of conflict between two sides that he said should have come together. Uh, To oppose the state. So he says, Ayn Rand stated that the biggest issue with the left was that it was formed out of single issue groups, that as it grew in power, these groups would begin to contradict each other's interest and then fall apart. I think this is true. Major difference being it isn't the left. It's everyone. All of you. I've watched the Libertarian Party shatter into a million factions. Black Lives Matter shatter into a million factions. Conservatives, leftists, anti war activists, on and on and on. Microfaction upon microfraction. All neatly cut up into useless, inert, screaming chunks. A maze of tripwires, of wrong positions to have, wrong actions to take, wrong times to act, wrong strategy, wrong principles, wrong words, wrong attitude, wrong friends, wrong guests, wrong positions, wrong people. That if any of these are crossed, hellfire and scorched earth. I'm not interested in this game. I'm not interested in discourse devolving into the world's most spectacular middle school lunchroom. I've always wanted to fight. I threw my life on a burning pile to fight. I had friends die, get locked up, stalked and robbed, arrested and deported to fight. I've lost my job, my reputation, my house, my career to fight. I've been targeted, scorched from the internet, denied basic social functions and work to fight. I've gotten to the point where I sit alone in a house without heat, dragging along with donations from poor people in the hopes of making this work and it appears either I have failed or it was a doomed mission from the start. I've ruined my life for this, possibly for nothing. I hope I'm wrong, he says. I hope I'm just in a really bad place right now, and this is just pathetic screaming to the void. But I didn't lie when I went on Jimmy Dore and I said I was trying to stop a civil war. But honestly, it looks like y'all really want one and might deserve it. Love of y'all that have stuck by me this time. Love y'all that have got the message. Love my small little group of activists that spent weeks posting about a trial nobody cared about with Assange, Julian Assange, fought for issues no one seemed to be bothered with were smeared and ignored for la- and laughed at and lied about, all because they were trying to address and fight real power, not idiotic drama. Whatever happens next, I want nothing to do with it. I stand in, direction, in direct opposition to it, and I hope you all the best and in any continued fight to better the world. If you stand alone, surrounded by tribalists, and try to make the world a better place, I'm there with you. Much love, much appreciation. I'm not going to try to starve or go to jail or focus on myself for a while and focus on myself for a while. And I hope I come back to something better than this. S. Best of luck. Love to love overall. Unity or death. That's uh, Magnus Panvidio, a uh, fairly well-known activist, I guess in some circles. Uh, he seems to be somebody who came from the left and became a Second Amendment uh, gun, you know, rights activist. Interesting. Yeah.
2: You know, I think he kind of. I think it kind of fell apart right in the last sentence for me. Like everything in that whole diatribe was perfect. Mm-hmm. I loved it until when unity or death. I think he's missing the point a little bit, and maybe that's the cause of his uh, dismay. Unity isn't a guarantee. Unity isn't even like this is a collective idea from the left. Mm-hmm. You know, we you know, and the right for that matter. Collectivism, individualism will occur whether you like it or not. I think people try to. Um, force against individualism so hard that it ends up happening anyway, and he mentioned that in terms of everything falling apart into a million pieces and factions. That's just individualism forcing itself to happen against will. Uh, because it's the natural function of a natural function of nature
0: let's talk about that a little bit more here because it is this sort of dichotomy right like we want people to come together against the state but there's so many differences between them and the state understands this and does use that against us is this even a possible you know what is what his vision is even possible and if not what should we do instead the number here is 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in you can join us on free talk live This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want here. The number is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603-283-6160 We're sharing with you uh, just a moment ago some posts by an activist who's he's fed up. He's fed up with uh, the division between people when he feels like and I, you know this is my interpretation of what he was saying. Uh, his name is Magnus Panvidia. He's a Second Amendment freedom uh, guy, described himself as a mutualist, anarchist, I believe. So a, a mutualist, egoist, and anarchist. So he came from the left, from what I understand, and, and turned into a, like a gun rights activist. And uh, he's a critic of uh, police abuse, it seems, and wants people to come together on that issue and is frustrated that he's seeing more division than ever. So he's basically calling it quits on doing activism, he's walking away. And, you know, I think it's leading to a discussion here in the studio tonight about, you know, division and can people unify on this this one issue? You know, I don't think they can. And as much as we might like to see people realize that the state is our mutual enemy, whether you be on the left or the right or libertarian or whatever, you know, your belief system is, unless, of course, you're a total statist and authoritarian uh, in which case, then you love the state. But to come together, it just seems like it's asking too much from people. That uh, these people are just, they have too many divisions between them and they just can't get away from. Those distractions. Well, or, it's,
2: a lot of it's identity politics. They're yeah. used to. They want to be. I'm a part of this group. You know, I I hate to say it, but I blame a lot of that on high school sports. Too many decades of high school sports. Everybody's got to be on a team. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to be a part of a team. I don't want to. I wear a Red Sox hat. So I, I kind of like the socks, but it doesn't mean I'm a lifetime Red Sox fan and I live or die Red Sox. You know, mm-hmm. I just like the hat at this point. It's like and, you
1: you weren't you wearing an anti what does it say anti state anti state yeah, somewhere so you. You weren't Anti-tiny. born in a state, so you're taking on that now. I'm kidding. I'm just yeah. kidding.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, who knows? Maybe someday I'll go and love the state. I doubt that. No, I hope not. But, no, that's never. Join our happen. team.
0: If so, you're moving out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess the chips are down now. But uh, you know, but I think I think that people uh, have been kind of been force fed this group. Right. You know, You know, it's it's crowd group psychology for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that people who were doing it, I, it goes back to uh, what's the uh, the guy who was uh, he took a, a page out of the, the education reforms done in Prussia like 150 years ago and brought him to the United States because he Prussia was having a hard time getting men to run off and kill for the king so oh. they they had to teach them a different way from birth, and mm-hmm. they, they turned them into a little collectivist. and, and that's they, oh, the geez. system
0: they have in the United States the yeah Russian they brought system. it to the United States it was horseman
2: Horseman, right okay' it was the one that brought it to the United States, and that's what we have in our public school system now, and you know and it 's how they they're able to talk people into getting into the army and the military and stuff like that oh, yeah. and now you got the you know back of the blue there's another identity mm-hmm. group we Definitely didn't need, and and everywhere you look, and it's hard to even call yourself a libertarian because I don't really want to play identity politics.
1: It's it's bareback the blue, bareback the
0: blue, (laughs) Back mountain blue edition. Um, You know these sides seem to hate each other so much that they want to use the state against the other side. They're missing the point. Yeah, they want to take the power uh, you know. from – they want to take state power and they want to use it against their enemy, which is sort of the traditional story of the state, right? The state wants this to happen. The state wants you to want its power to lord over others, to force other people to behave in the way that you want. And the only people who really get this – is as a problem, and, and see this clearly. Are most of the libertarians, most mm-hmm. of the voluntarists, most of the liberty-loving anarchists out there? They see this clearly, and they don't want the state power. They don't want to tell other people how to live. But the the people on the left, the people on the right, you know, they may want to be left alone for their own freedoms. You know, the left might want to go and be you know debaucherous, and the right might want to go and teach their kids the Bible or whatever it is that they yeah. want to do, right? And they hate the fact that the other side wants to do the things they want to, and so they want the state to tell them not to. Well, and force them not to.
1: What if to? we just ignored all the labels of government, anarchist, left, right? Just bring it down to the core like liberty principles behind things. Like you have the right to your own property that you've earned. Like if anyone tries to take that from you, they are an oppressor. Like, just use regular plain English words like, and not bring up, you know, instead of saying the government's doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, if anybody did this to me, if anyone came and stole something from me, I'm going to defend myself because I have a natural right to it. And like, you know what I'm saying? So these are things that people need to adopt.
2: I have another question, too. I think a lot of it's being intentionally way overstated. Like, uh, is the religious right really still a thing? Are yes. there really? I, yeah, I don't know, man. They're still a thing. I Yeah, okay. But are there really like millions and millions
0: of diehard Christians? Christianity is a failing religion. Yeah, that's religion. going down. The number of people going to church uh, in the United States are continually going down. In fact, there was a news story recently about how it dropped even further and faster yeah. during COVID. So, yeah. So, to the people on the
2: left, I got to say, do you really think there's that many religious nuts out there that are going to force this I've, stuff down your whoa, throat? Whoa, and I've, to the people on the on the left, to the people on the right, I got to say, do you really think every single person that's left of center is out there? going out and getting pregnant on purpose so that they can get an abortion <laughs> in a, an opposition to God's love.
1: There might be I mean, some of them out there, but th- I, I mean, wouldn't say it's like a whole group prob- of
2: people. No. The, you're talking about tiny numbers of people. And I think sure, the sure. whole issue, the
1: issues are being blown. Yeah. The issues that are being used, th- these are literally issues that are being used to separate people. Yes, right. But yeah. I, I do believe that there is an agenda to try to push for people to get abortions so they can use their fetuses for research. Yeah, Basically probably their adrenochrome. But that's just—I mean, it's a fact. I mean, everything's got a price. Well, mm.
0: you're right about this, Matt. And these are these issues are being used by the people on lo- the left and the right—the ones who are seeking power. They love to whip the, the crowds up, right? Mm-hmm. Like yep, they need yeah. to get those people behind them so they can get their power and they can use it to, of course, reward their friends and punish their enemies. It's not about doing anything about the Muslims or the abortions or yeah. the—you know—you you fill in the blank. It,
1: but in fairness, you were saying that you're trying to get people to be empowered. But like, I guess that's what we're doing here. But we're trying to do it on an individual power level, you're not that in New Hampshire. Just no, us talking right here. We're like trying freedom to do it, people. or just freedom people in general. They're trying to empower the individual versus like the group or the government or right. And that's why I was saying okay.
0: the the difference here is that libertarians they're the ones that can see this situation clearly. And even though there are divisions amongst the libertarians, Magnus, the guy we we're reading the quotes from earlier, identified that the Libertarian Party has schismed into you know a million different things. Well, first of all, the Libertarian Party is never going to have any effect on anything anywhere be just because most people aren't libertarian and they're never going to be. And this is something that uh, has been made crystal clear within the last two years. Like If you thought there was a chance you were going to convert yeah. you know, the majority of Americans, COVID should have made it clear that that's not an option on the table. So the only option on the table is for libertarians to come together to the same place. Now, just because we've come to the same place doesn't mean there aren't still divisions among us. But here's why it doesn't matter when it comes to the libertarians is that, you know, within the liberty movement. There's liberty anarchists. There's liberty small government people. There's liberty people who are Christians. There's liberty people who are atheists. There's liberty people of all these sort of differing beliefs. There's liberty people who are like— Trannies. You know, and trannies. There's, and like sex-crazed. And then there's liberty people who are like completely— yeah, the hedonists. We got the yeah.
2: nudists. We got the, you know, everybody's and there's liberty
0: squares, right? Like there's people that don't want to do any of that stuff. But you know what? We can all come together yeah. when it comes to the issue of the individual and individual rights, the right to choose to live your life in any one of those ways. And so, as much as those people might not agree with each other, they do understand the fundamental tenet that they have to allow their neighbors to be free. Except in,
2: the furries. So,
0: so that they can be <laughs> oh, God. free.
2: We're gonna get a lot of calls so, now for furries.
0: I don't know. Is there a furry community with a subcommunity? Well, there better that? not be. <laughs> sure. I mean, uh, I'm,
1: I'm not gonna lie. I've been to a furry con and it was terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's the difference. Is like we get that. And so when the freedom lovers are coming to New Hampshire, we can have all the schisms we want. If you don't like the, you know, the, the clubs, for instance, yeah, you then turn you can away. start your own club. Yeah, you know. And there's enough freedom loving people here that that's cool. They'll come to your club or whatever. And so we don't have the same problem. So I'm just trying to say here, like, to Magnus, whether or not he can come up to New Hampshire, that's another question. But love to meet know, him. Yeah, if you love liberty and you're frustrated by the fact that, look. The sides, they're not coming together against the state. They still want to control it. That's what they haven't let go of. They all want to be in charge of the state, and they want to punish their enemies with it. If you're ready to move past that and you love liberty, then you should be here with us in New Hampshire. There's more coming up, though. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here at the number 603. 6160. That's 603-283-6160. It's Ian, Matt, and Joa in the studio tonight. Satoshi Nakamoto. Will he or she or they be revealed in a court down in Florida? Matt, you've got a story about this. This has to do with the pest. I think that probably be the best word for this guy, uh, known as Craig Wright. He's a past uh because and i and i say that because not only does he claim to be satoshi nakamoto and provide zero evidence for it and he's been claiming this for years now uh because you know all you would have to do to prove he was satoshi nakamoto is show that he's got the keys to satoshi's fortune which is like a million bitcoin or something like that it's it's you know yeah, a the, billion dollars yeah, worth the origin
2: wallet's just sitting there and nobody has spent a dime ever. out of it ever. ever ever. yeah all you would have to do to prove that you are satoshi nakamoto is spend 10 cents worth of bitcoin out of that wallet. everybody be able to see that it happened in the blockchain
0: and i want to talk more about it coming up here but speaking of bitcoin if you've got bitcoin you've got ethereum uh, then you need to have a uh, you know a good way to store that instead of just using your phone wallet, which puts you at risk of potentially being hacked or your phone being stolen or something. You want to use a hardware wallet like the one hundred percent open source BitBox. Now some of these hardware wallets they're not open source, and if they're not open source, then you can't really know. Whether that code is any good or there's any backdoors or whatever, you want to have open source when it comes to something like this, and they've got it. You can go to box.freetalklive.com to learn more about the BitBox and order yours and get five percent off with code FTL, like Free Talk Live. Use code FTL to save five percent at box.freetalklive.com. You want to win one of these things? We're doing a giveaway. Cool. All you got to do to enter is first of all, you got to be on our uh, social media platform over at social.freetalklive.com. That's free. It's easy to do, so go sign up over there. You also need to follow our Odyssey channel at video.freetalklive.com. So what you got to do, follow our Odyssey channel, take a screenshot of the fact that you're following the channel, and then you just post that screenshot to your social media profile at social.freetalklive.com and tag Aria so she sees it. And then we will choose our winner of the BitBox on an upcoming episode of Freer Talk Live. It's our after show that we do from time to time, internet only, and so that's how you enter the contest. And again, you can buy one over at box.freetalklive.com. The BitBox, the 100% open source hardware wallet. So back to the story here with Satoshi Nakamoto. Craig Wright claims... To be Satoshi Nakamoto. He has never proven it. And I call him a pest. And he's one of the worst kinds of pests because he pesters you with lawsuits. If this guy doesn't like you, if you've said something about him that he doesn't like, he slaps you with a lawsuit. It doesn't matter where, you know, he lives in, like, Australia or something, but he's got lawyers in the UK and the US, and he mm-hmm. will file suit against you. He sued Roger Veer before, and by
1: the way, lost. Did he really? Uh, that, good. Yeah, yeah uh,
0: good. Craig lost that case, from what I understand. And So but, he's a
1: professional, like, He's a sewer. troublemaker, yeah. He just likes to sue people, f- and that's how he makes a living. I don't even know if he makes a living off of it. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a lot of, I
0: think he was, so some people say that this guy was, you know, involved... Or in the early days of Bitcoin, like there's no one that doubts that he was around and that he knew some of the original players, and maybe he was one of the people that was quote unquote Satoshi Nakamoto. He's probably got a
2: boatload of Bitcoin,
0: but he's that does not make Bitcoin. him right.
2: If he can't spend out of that origin wallet, then he is not Satoshi Nakamoto. Correct.
0: Now maybe you know, and I don't know if he's saying that he lost the keys. I don't know what his current claim is on this, as far as why he's not spending out of that wallet. I don't know if he've ever he's ever even answered that. Question question i don't pay close attention to the guy and the claims that he makes but one of the things that makes me think he's not satoshi nakamoto is his attitude and the things that he says and he, he doesn't said, sound anything
2: like the verbiage no. in the white paper you read the bitcoin white paper it does not sound like he wrote it
0: correct and craig wright when he says things like oh he didn't make he'll make you know he claims he's satoshi so he says things like well i didn't make bitcoin to get around the government I'm uh, like,
2: what? did you read the white paper
0: yeah and he's against anarchists it's a, like, come on, guy's man. This is not Satoshi clown. Nakamoto.
2: And you know, the danger here, a uh, uh, danger here is that some court upholds him as Satoshi Nakamoto. And then it's, oh, well, we found the guy. And next thing you know, we're going to have to go through an entire future thinking that this guy's... and Because some
0: court says so. Because some court <laughs> says so. But that
2: the, the, the reality is that's what every sucker in America is going to believe. That's problem.
0: Because it's been made official now. Yeah, And these are judges who don't even understand what a pixel is. they're right? putz, like, yeah, You're going to try to get them to Understand? You know
2: what I mean? So How many pickles right. are in this picture?
1: Here, me Let this. me just send this video via text. What's
0: the story here? What's the you know what's the setup? What's going so on? So there's in a family
2: that says this. This makes it even worse. This is like two hacks going at it in court, mm-hmm. not hackers, hacks. Because the family, there's a family in Florida saying that their family member was one of the co creators of Bitcoin that partnered with David. What's his name? Craig Wright. Craig Wright, yeah, the
0: guy is Dave Kleiman, and Dave he Kleiman. Has passed away as of twenty thirteen. Yeah, he's
2: been dead for a, a long time, and he—they're saying that he was one of the co-creators, and therefore he is, or his estate, that family is is uh, has a right to half of the Bitcoin in the in the uh, origin wallet.
0: And I have heard claims. Prior to this trial, that this Kleiman could be Satoshi Nakamoto, there are people that believe that one of the reasons why the the Bitcoin uh, in that original wallet has never been moved is because dude is dead. Interesting. So how's he going to move the coins? <laughs> He's dead. Did he have? Did this guy have the latitude to do that?
2: Another, if uh, he was Satoshi, he certainly could have. Did did I don't know anything about this guy, so I wonder well, t- if we were to listen to him speak. Is there any anything we can watch where he sounded anti-state or anti-banking?
0: I don't know. I've but I've, I've, I've heard people arguing that this is the guy. But anyway,
2: I, my favorite, my favorite, my conspiracy theory about who Satoshi Nakamoto is. I can't remember the kid's name, but he was a, a talented programmer who was also kind of a. Street urchin and did some untoward stuff and ended up in jail and he went to jail for like ten years. He's still there, I guess. Remember, you know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that that one actually sounded pretty well, interesting to me.
1: I kind of wanted to bring up uh, that you know people are claiming and I don't know if anyone's that can speak Japanese out there, but uh, Satoshi Nakamoto actually translates to <laughs> Central Intelligence. I don't think so, man. Whale. Well, I was looking it up. <laughs> Whale's vagina.
2: Uh, okay. <laughs>
1: Have you said so? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, if
2: anybody speaks Japanese and Satoshi Nakamoto means words in English, can you please translate and let yeah, us Yeah, because
0: I've also heard it's just a conglomeration of a bunch of different Japanese companies. Right, like and that's Mitsubishi like what... Mitsubishi
1: and... Right, but that's Honda. like what someone was explaining and I think it was Wikipedia that explains where the central intelligence claim comes from because it's like Satoshi is like a, uh, uh, a central, uh, central naming of a boy. It's like a common name. It's... And then...
0: I don't know. I want to hear more about this case. Sorry. So the, uh, the, Matt, go
1: ahead. The New York Post, uh,
2: the family of deceased computer scientist David Kleiman contends created the cryptocurrency along with Craig Wright under the Satoshi Nakamoto name. And Kleiman's heirs are suing to get their half of a Bitcoin stash worth nearly $70 billion God, that's man. under the famous pseudonym, according to <sighs> the Wall Street Journal report.
0: $70 billion. Jeez Louise.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, and Kleiman died in 2013. By the
0: way, that makes Satoshi Nakamoto one of the richest people on the planet.
2: Sure. Right. Yeah. Whoever that is, and it's not either of these guys, so he's not splitting well, it. Well, maybe anybody. it is.
0: Maybe it isn't. Let's keep going.
2: I have a hard time buying it, but anyway, the court, uh, the court is gonna, gonna. I, I don't know how they expect that they're gonna do this, but suffice it to say that the court thinks they're gonna put somebody on a in a in a witness box, and there you go, ladies and gentlemen, Satoshi Nakamoto will be. So they're basically putting Satoshi Nakamoto on the witness stand, but they don't they don't really know how any of this works. The long and short of it.
0: Is there anything else that you want to share from this New no, York Post story? No. I, it just, I, I run into a wall with it because there's no
2: way to tell who Satoshi Nakamoto is and no court is going to be able to tell us. Well, I presume that
0: somebody, I, at least I hope, that somebody in this trial is going to get on the stand and say to the court and try to explain it in a way that this judge can wrap his brain. I don't know if it's a jury or a judge or whatever, but in a way that these people can wrap their brain around it that Somebody can say under oath they're Satoshi Nakamoto. That doesn't prove that they're Satoshi Nakamoto. They need to prove it by showing the keys, mm-hmm. show that they have the keys. Because, look, I don't buy that Craig Wright forgot it or, like, you know, lost his keys or there was a boating accident or whatever. If you're <laughs> Satoshi Nakamoto, aliens abducted it. You are the creator of Bitcoin. You know better than anyone that you need to hold your keys in a safe manner and have backups. So that way, if your computer breaks, or you know, mom throws it in the garbage, or whatever, you know, something happens to your computer with your keys on it, you've got the keys somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You can go to that other place, right. or whether it's online or in a physical reality, take those keys and plug them in and prove that you've got access to them. It's not points. even hard. No, it's not. This is simple, basic level uh, Bitcoining, basically. So, somebody's got to explain this, and then we'll see what happens.
1: This might shock people. Bitcoin's at 56000
0: Woo! It's even cheaper than when we started the show. It was like $58,000. <laughs> that's
1: a buying opportunity Damn. right there. Yes. Thank you, Manchester, for giving me some money and, and the maximum. And then convert it into Monero. Uh,
0: I hope somebody's going to follow this story, and you know, maybe we'll get updates on it as it goes on. Because I, I think it's going to be an interesting trial, oh. regardless of what the outcome is. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Online, in the meantime, freetalklive.com.
4: We'd like to invite you to visit FreeKeen.com.
6: FreeKeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. FreeKeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. FreeKeen.com